Hello, everybody. Welcome to podcast number 131. Um, I am not your host. I'm just the guy pushing <laughs> friggin' buttons right now. But I'm Dexter. Uh, we have my brother, Tim. We have Weber below me. And we have DB beside me. Um, welcome aboard. How's everybody doing? What's up, boys? Doing great, bud. Glad you're at the helm today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. Carry this week off. Already, yeah. So much power. I already have a record amount of viewers to start with in the first minute, so it must be all you guys. I love it. All the, the the people that are watching and tune in, that you must be just waiting at seven o'clock on their phones or devices or TVs, just waiting. Right? When does it go live? When does it go yeah. live? Here they go, and let's go. Yeah. It's show time. Yeah. yeah. All star draw and out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the notifications from the websites don't don't help at all. <laughs> uh, Weber, how how you uh -oh. feeling today, buddy? How, how you feeling? You, you had to go there right away, right? Well, you're you're the guy sitting there wearing your KC yeah, hat, your KC shirts, and <laughs> and I'm the guy over here reaping all the benefits. So how you feeling today? Well, uh, obviously not very good. Uh, I, I'm trying to put on a brave face with uh, with the team running still. Uh, went to bed last night thinking, uh, yeah, you know what? We're, we're still got a pretty good team. Wake up this morning and Tyreek is traded. I, I don't quite understand. Um, you, you look I'll, a little bit like that, uh, that KC fan in your picture in the background. That's, that's <laughs> that, kind of how I, you look today. I, I feel like Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you're, you're a lot larger than Tim, but... Besides that, <laughs> that's what she sure. said. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, you, you, you had to think Tyreek was going to go at some point. They had too many high contracts, uh, and in, in the NFL, let's be honest, I guarantee like, whatever that two hundred million dollar contract is out there, it's probably only seventy five million, and then they restructure it. Sure, sure. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I I'm pretty happy to see him out of my division. So um, I think the Chargers are the team to beat now. Yeah, clear, clearly, I think the, they're, they're the best team in, in the uh, in the division. Uh, all, all of a sudden, I think Denver takes over number two. So um, mm. it, it, it's real odd. I, I just this whole NFL like off season has been like absolutely nuts. Um, record amount of you know quarterbacks, especially elite quarterbacks, changing teams. Um, you know, wide receivers jumping all over the place, and I, I don't even think we're done. Like there, there's still so much out there. And then there's D-Bag Brady, who's just like, oh, I'm back. Arisen from the dead. <laughs> um, in, in all fairness, let's, let's be honest. Tyreek's career is not going to be the same without Mahomes. You have Tua throwing on the ball, and Tua can't get past 30 yards. So um, yeah. he's, he's going to go there to the wastelands, and it's going to be the end of his career. But besides that, you know what? I think you guys, you know what? Andy Reid and and your GM has always picked up good talent in the draft at late rounds or uh, or some good free agencies. I, I'm pretty I'm pretty okay. I think KC will find their way with Mahomes. Um, well, Tim, I've... you are you are an expert of cheering for a team that literally ends careers. So I guess you've got some validity in that. <laughs> Bye, Devontae. <laughs> <laughs> like. like no, keep in mind, though, that Tyreek, like, the guy catches 11, 12 balls a game, but eight of them are, like, eight-yard passes, right? And then he takes the three deep balls. So uh, maybe maybe that will work for, for Tua. It kind of gives him that, that like, Wes Welker type, type of service, right? Uh, maybe, maybe that does work in their favor for a while. 
I don't know. But uh, I, honestly, I think the, the biggest hurt on our team is going to be Travis Kelsey, right? Because he, mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to get uh, get wide open anymore. And uh, we, you know, we brought in Juju, which, okay, whatever. Uh, it sounds like uh, we've, we've got uh, Scantling coming in, into town this week. So it wouldn't not surprise me if they end up signing him as well. But uh, who, who knows? Yeah. yeah. I'm at a crossroads. If, if I do, I go back to Brady, or do I still stick with Burroughs? You know, I have the bandwagon here. <laughs> no, you, you you yeah. said Burroughs, and you have to go with and be a man about that. That's yeah, all I know. I'm but saying. Brady's back, though. He's my but, boy. So, but no, no, Manning but was your I'll, boy I'll, back. I'll in the figure day. it out. Manning was your boy. playing better, I'll figure it out. I'll jump yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a new wagon for me to jump on. It's all good. Full, full rich Weber. Uh, well I done. Just, I just don't know. I just don't know how anyone could cheer for Brady. And I mean, I, I, sorry. I guess I can. I get it. He's. A phenomenal quarterback. He's he's done his thing, but holy crap! How much how much maybe, attention do you need? How maybe much we need attention? To start a, a five pin universe uh, NFL fan affiliation, right? John Greenlee saying go Browns. You know, like we need to know all the te- all the all the people who who's their team. Yeah, right? I, I, there's another thing. The Browns. They, I mean, they picked up Deshaun. I mean, that's that's real great. I mean, guaranteed money. Um, obviously, he had to pay some people back. Uh, <laughs> that's another story for another day. And then Odell wants to come back. Like, yeah, uh, what's up with that? Well, Odell got his ring, so now he's going for the money, right? That so, that, that that guy is a, is a special human being too. Yeah. Now, though, now it sounds like Antonio Brown was talking about uh, his desire to go to Cleveland. It sounds like you guys are just avoiding to talk about bowling right now and talking about Masters because this is what our other otherwise oh, our yeah. pregame opening banter was. Oh yeah, I don't know about that. that. Oh, yeah. forgot about Masters this yeah. last weekend, eh, for Alberta? You know, uh, it, it's been a little bit. I'll bring up some stats. I I have to say it was probably the closest race on the guys has ever had, and as long as I've been part of Masters. Um, great to watch if I mean if you knew where everybody was because it was all up and down and and all that I have to congratulate Tyler um, for winning the mat singles he absolutely dominated and super yeah. congratulations goes to Tracy Smith yeah. uh, I absolutely think you know it was what 21 or 22 masters she's made and she finally gets her bucket list and and she what did she shoot like three three seventy three eighty last game through three eighty eight the last game yeah. to, to overtake. To overtake that's that's just like the natural right there you know it's pretty yeah. cool right so um congrats to adam for doing so well and i know like uh gary played really well on sunday made the team rylan played awesome and matt for the guys he did he couldn't have no throwaways because he had covid in january and he goes and runner runner to make it so um i know dex missed out by seven sixteen and then Bradley Tickad missed out by 17, and I missed out by 26. Yeah. Um, absolutely crazy, crazy finish, and uh, it was awesome to watch for at least the guys, right? So, yeah, can't can't, can't forget about uh, Bobby Kite as well, and Bobby, uh, yeah, you know, ha- ha- having it kind of stolen away from him uh, due to COVID the the last yeah. time his rookie yeah. appearance, um, kind of had the the universe kind of right that wrong, and uh, real real proud of him for for you know persevering as well uh that definitely sucks you know both both uh you boys ended up falling out um gino fell out uh, as well i think he was right in that that mix as well going into sunday um uh, yeah kudos to 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 ty he uh he played incredible the the entire time um yeah three out of four uh, wins and then the fourth one was a 24 spot right yeah like uh, absolutely incredible and uh 
you know, I, I put up 9,200 and don't even come close to a single, right? So it's, yeah. um, I, yeah. I don't, not, not sure master singles is, uh, is ever going to be in my cards. I, I seem to be close every year, but, uh, Tim, Tim usually yeah. runs hot. And, well, there was yeah. the year that we had a three-way tie. Three-way tie. Yeah. Right. Like just, right. Yeah. just, you Crazy. know, no big deal. The double crown winner says singles, not his cards. So. Hey, look at Tracy. Uh, it took her 21 years, Weber. So you got some time to keep working. No, out. he's already, he's already got his title. He doesn't need to. That's the reason why. All right. Yeah, let's just, um, um, but you know, with Bobby, people don't understand. Bobby actually banged out 10. Yeah. He banged out 10, not knowing what the uh, ramifications were, right? So, wow. yeah. um, all of a sudden, he does maybe, maybe doesn't throw bang out 10. Maybe he just, he doesn't get, only gets a 30 count all of a sudden, or maybe a 20, 25 count all of a sudden, Dexter's in, right? So, just super close. Yeah, ab- absolutely crazy. Did do we have other provinces and people that play too? Um, or you can flip over to the ladies too and see what they got. Yeah, I have the ladies up there. I did want to go through that. Um, yeah, absolutely huge, huge finish by Tracy. That's so awesome for her. Um, so, some, uh, I mean, g- good for Bev Magnus decided to come back this year. And really, I think she struggled with um, her confidence for a long time and uh, come back and plays well and, and makes it. Um, Bonnie is obviously a staple. Diane is obviously a staple. <laughs> Jen yeah. Smith is a staple. Heidi is phenomenal. She's played so well over the last decade. So um, not a big surprise by those names in there. But there's always, you know, when you have these things, you're, there's names that you're still surprised don't make it, even though there's only a limited number of people, right? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. It's It's different seeing Jen Baker not make a team. Yeah, she didn't play those, sure. those middle two as well. Yeah. That, that yeah. struggled. Did not have any throwaways. Right? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you think, you think um, I, I'm going to say it, uh, friend of the show, Mike Herbert, probably Bev Bev and Mike working together. Maybe maybe that's the new X factor for Bev is Mike. Oh, sure it is. Of course <laughs> it is. Yeah, well, she's played yeah. a lot of tournaments too, right? She did yeah. Timmins. Timmins did yeah. Regina. She's done all the tournaments. So she's in the game and in the yeah. focus. And Bev can play too. We've seen oh, that. She's, she's great. Yeah. She's absolutely mm-hmm. great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great. yeah. Saskatchewan, uh, I see Sarah saying, Wisty made singles, did he? Yeah, congratulations yeah. to yes. all the Hunters bowlers out there that made it. Uh, Wisty. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so their whole team set there too in Saskatchewan? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, Sarah. Where are the stats for that? If there are stats for that, if you can't find them, maybe our guest coming on will know where they all are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she might know some of those numbers. Wait, wait, she, she she looks like she really knows. I can see her in the background. She's like shaking her head. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's under Bowling Saskatchewan Federation decks. Well, you could have just said that before when I asked if we knew where the stats were. <laughs> well, I, th- I thought you'd be smart enough to figure How it out. How about BC? But... I see Jeff Watts is saying that they've still got a couple left. BC, Ontario, Matt. had to do it. Manitoba still has a bunch left, right? We're, I think we're us Saskatchewan only one's finished right now. Yeah, um, Saskatchewan didn't update theirs. I, I know I know Mitch won. He beat out uh, Jeff Young. Jeff Young, and apparently eight baggers win, and Jeff didn't pick up, missed a spare or something. You know, <laughs> I don't know how that's going on. So but, Mitch is uh, singles then? No, they still have a couple more left. Oh, they right? do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always yeah, fun they... to see as the year comes along, right? Of everybody winning and who's at you know nationals and who's playing singles. It's probably something to uh, you know take a look at as it goes. Yeah, it's always, always fun to kind of see that that consolidated list of mm-hmm. uh, who, who's on each team and, and all that. Uh, I even saw one today. We've because uh, we got the uh, the youth 
Challenge Nationals are in Calgary this week. Yes, good point. And uh, had a, a chance to take a look at a few there. Um, didn't recognize a whole lot of names on there, to be perfectly honest. A couple of the Albertas and uh, Kira as well, uh, Saskatchewan. But uh, de- definitely good luck to uh, to, to all that uh, that crew this week. I think yeah, there's one absolutely. that I recognize was that Nicholas Kellaway. Uh, is he Ontario or Quebec, maybe? But I've seen him a couple times in some of the stats and some 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 nationals, I think. So, yeah. If, if I was placing somebody, that's probably the guy that I would have looked familiar. But if anybody Just, else knows anybody, some big shooters that are coming to you Challenge Nationals, fire them out here right now. We'll give them a shout out. So maybe they're all watching. Hey, at you uh, Challenge Nationals right now. Anybody anybody possible. watching in the hotels? They're all riding. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I, I saw there's a. So there, there's a Braxton from uh, PEI, so uh, I'm instantly yes. cheering for for that kid. Shauna <laughs> Peary is coaching, I think. Yeah, North 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think yeah. she'd be a great fit. We asked her to do it for us because um, honestly, she's great with the kids, right? And and I think it'd be a good mix with Steven. So um, they asked us for help because we're a host, and I think that's a great fit. So excited for her. Yeah. All right, well, uh, let's thank some people. We'll, we'll do that. <laughs> but, uh, thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. We really do appreciate it. We really can't do this without you. Uh, it covers the substantial amount of cost that we actually have to uh, have subscription to do all this fun stuff for you. So thank you to all you guys. Um, are, we gonna, are we doing an all-star draw? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know if it's available. I'm, I'm assuming we are. Okay. Then what, what, do, what do we want? <laughs> what do we want the hashtag to be today? About something about Tyreek. Let's do something about Tyreek. How about something about you challenge nationals? Okay. Sure. All right. Let's yeah, just be, let's be, let's be good. <laughs> our, our 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 guest asked us to be better today. So People are watching. Well, we got to so. promote the game here. <laughs> yeah. So, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag youth youth nationals or, youth. or YC twenty twenty. 2022 oh, no. <laughs> youth challenge what do you yeah you, you come up with it there dex yeah yeah we'll we'll do youth challenge 2022 that sounds good easy <laughs> but enough. not nationals youth challenge nationals 2022 youth challenge 20 that's a long one yeah youth, youth challenge, challenge 2022 20. okay hashtag youth. <laughs> okay get in there weber get in there i know you're first <laughs> i already won one i'll uh i'm gonna back out now that one <laughs> That's the hashtag. That's what we're going with. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Thank you to All Star. Um, they support us so well and every week. So uh, thank you so much to them. We'll run their commercial and then we'll bring in our guest. So our guest this week, all the way from the beautiful city of Regina, Saskatchewan. Crystal Hibner. Hi. Welcome aboard. Welcome. Hey, Crystal. How you doing? Good. Good. I like how uh, Tim told uh, everyone that I told you guys to be PG tonight. 
Just <laughs> call me right out there already. Well, I mean, uh, welcome to the show. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's not wrong. We probably needed the mom talk. <laughs> <laughs> little so, little slap on the wrist. We might have family watching tonight. We might have yeah. some yeah. <laughs> some uh, minds that need to be shaped a little bit, right? Not. <laughs> <laughs> so how are things how's life how's things pretty in your end of the world good. busy busy yeah we're really good. busy girls keep us really busy with all their activities now too so what what are they into uh our oldest kenley's into swimming so oh, awesome. he's nice. like wanting to be an olympic swimmer so we're doing everything we can to get her there i guess <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah she's that's doing amazing. really well and then the littlest one is in Sloan. She's in cheerleading. So awesome. Yeah. Plus YBC bowling on Saturdays at the Golden Mile. They they yeah. both into bowling too? Yeah. 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 That, it's like if you had to choose though right now, I would say they both would choose their other sports. But for sure. Um, the competition is definitely coming out in them. <laughs> between yeah. the two. Where do they get that from? Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> Definitely not. Those are two pretty demanding sports, too, aren't they? Yeah, like Kenley swims four days a week. Crazy. Right now. And then, well, I guess three days a week and then one day dry land training. So where she does workouts. Oh, Jesus. And, and she's doing all the different swimmings right now, too, right? Yeah, yeah. So she's eight and yeah, she's doing the butterfly. I'm quite amazed that an eight year old can get her body out of the water wow. to do the fly, but. Yeah, she's determined. Crazy. And she's already got goals of being an Olympic swimmer at eight years old. Ah, see, I told you, though. The yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew That's it. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. And cheerleading's fun, too. The, my daughter, my youngest, is the is a flyer in cheerleading. And it's, oh, really? It can, get, it can get pretty serious. But she's so petite, right? So she just yeah. gets now, now starting to actually, like, getting tossed in the air. Like, they're five, six feet above. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh, boy, hope they catch you. So every time, it's like, how was your base tonight? Yeah. Right? That's funny. That, yeah, I didn't Mom fall just came home from cheerleading saying that she got to be the fly for her group. So she was pretty excited that... Yeah. And I was like, what does that mean for six-year-olds? Like, I yeah. don't know how high you're getting off the ground here. But. <laughs> little balance on top of the hands and holding yeah, but yeah. She She showed us somehow. She managed, so. <laughs> Super fun. Before we started uh, our, in all of our banter, we were talking about Saskatchewan and the Masters. Do you have any idea of who's on Masters and what the teams look like and anywhere to find those stats at all? Uh, Sure. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's as confident as I was. Um, Krista, like, so yeah, Mike is singles. Um, Krista Malhall from PA is our ladies' singles. And on the ladies' team right now, uh, I know for sure Josie is um, made the team. I believe Coralie Whitefur made the team. I have not actually seen the last official standings of the ones you pull out, right? Two, because we both four tournaments and then you get right. to take two, or take one out i guess yeah and have you played all of them now so the team would have been teams picked right teams picked yes okay. yeah they're all done yeah okay they're not quite 100 percent. now what about the guys side lonnie acres would have made it yeah lonnie dennis zacker uh taylor oh, okay 
Yeah, I think oh I might goodness, have seen like, They bit. just told me on Monday. Chad, what about Chad Van Dale? <laughs> Not Chad Van Dale, but Van Dallas. Dallas. Dallas, Dallas, yes. Dallas, yes. Yeah. Yep. Because he had a chance for singles there, and then I think oh. Mike took it like the last. Uh, Brian Askin. Yes, well, thank you. Uh, thank you. Yeah. That's a good yeah. team. Uh, yeah. And Kevin Clark's coach, I hear. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mike. Did, awesome. didn't, uh, did you end up playing? Myself? No, I did not. I chose okay. one or the other. Um, this year, I was had it set in my mind, probably, while well, pre-pandemic, that I was going to come back and play the Open. Good choice with it being in Newfoundland, too. Yeah, I mean, it had some sway, but it was definitely... I get a lot of um, lo- my ladies here that like to ask, when am I playing... When are you coming back? <laughs> and got the whole, when are you coming out of retirement? And it's like, I'm not really retired. I'm not I just making different choices, right? So totally. How many times a year do you hear that? Right. <laughs> yeah, like, and it's it's gotten harder now with kids. Like their weekends are busy too. So um we had made a choice that as they get older, it's just gonna get busier. So we maybe need to decide on getting our career back a little bit, right? Like our, for ourselves. So yeah absolutely yeah hmm. so let's start from the start um how did you get into bowling uh, i'm the youngest of three so definitely my older siblings it started out obviously as i think i've heard many times before it was the cheapest sport that you can put your family into from the beginning. So mm-hmm. I know my parents started as league bowlers themselves. They wanted to just join a fun Tuesday, Wednesday night and then heard about YBC. So I think they threw my brother in and then my sister followed suit and then myself. So I was about two, three, probably starting to throw balls. I wanted just to be just like them. <laughs> Whatever I could do, I was there. So what bowling center? Fairhaven in Saskatoon. Yeah, a hunter bowler. (laughs) (laughs) I remember Mike when he was like Bantam. I would have been like a senior probably. So, yeah. Didn't he have like big, poofy, like a fro? Yeah. And and big nerdy glasses. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was just the sweetest little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take up some photos. We need to see those. I do not have them. But he has the sweetest family too. So, I mean, it was always nice to see them. Yeah, he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. But yeah. I also think that he's one of those guys that you really don't want to piss off either. <laughs> like he's a super nice dude, but he's got a backbone, so it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's a good mix of yeah. Yeah. Now you had said earlier about your family um had were bowlers as well and had quite some some experiences as well. Yeah, like um my parents played master teaching a couple I think the provincials is the furthest they got. Um, they coached, um, but my brother was the first one to go to YBC Nationals in 1987, so kind of kept it going. I think it was 11 years my parents went to Nationals themselves between my sister and my brother and myself. Holy cow. That's, That's a lot crazy. of travel. Yeah, but you, look, you look back and I'm like, how in the heck did you manage to follow us around across this country? Oh, Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. I mean, like, here here you are getting put into the cheapest sport that you can. <laughs> and then and then you kind of screw your parents over by being like, no, you gotta, you got to fly yeah. me to Quebec. Yeah. <laughs> My brother would have been, I think, 10 in 87, and they went to Kitchener, I believe. 
that was his first travel. Yeah. Why? So, what was his name, Crystal? I'm thinking Jeremy. Close, Jason. Okay. You got the J. Yeah, tall, yeah. right? Really <laughs> yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, but he Jeff did do a couple asked, of cash tournaments too. Like he's played some big events and stuff. Do you guys yeah. remember Jason at all, Adam? Maybe mm. you a little bit. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. So very much like Rich, he throws hard, fast with a little bit of rotation. Yeah. Does, does, does he like get butter. it over the foul line? Very smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, well, like like butter. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him bowl though in a while since now I'm in Saskatoon and or he's in Saskatoon. I'm in Regina, so we haven't seen him actually on the lane since '09. I think he was the JOP for nationals there. <laughs> Holy cow! Wow. Well, now you have to tell him. Everybody tell, you know, Brother Jason that we're talking about him on. Uh, He's probably watching, knowing him. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he started it. And then I think, um, don't quote me, he got gold that year. Then he went two more times. And my sister has two golds and a bronze as well. So, so you grew up before you even had a chance to hit your bantams. You already had siblings that were playing at a national championship level. And of course, you sitting there thinking, I'm going to do this too. And I'm going right. to do it better. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love you guys, but no. <laughs> being baby, right? Like my sister's four years older than me and my brother's seven. So I was definitely their little sister being tagged along everywhere they went. Yeah. So, but you were the little sister that could also bowl too, right? So that's why yeah. probably cool too. Yeah. Now, do you remember the moment that you kind of officially became better than they were? Oh, oh. Jeff just asked me this: if my brother still bowled in them, who would would he be better than me? Um, I I don't really know. I would say definitely in the teenage years, I kind of realized, hey, this is a sport that's not only going to show me the the entire country, but it's going to pay for my school, like my university yeah. career. And it's going to set me up for whatever else along the way. So uh, that's probably when I started putting more work into it. Yeah, That's awesome yeah. that you, you say sense. that you, you, you came to a point that you recognize that this could take me somewhere and I can do something with it. That's a, yeah. that's a big lesson, I think, there, right? Yeah. My biggest lesson probably came in 94. I had a good little talking to of my mom <laughs> about <laughs> attitude and stuff. And it changed very quickly at the age of 10. <laughs> but crazy that that stuck with you too. Yeah, I did. Like, I don't remember. I don't remember the scoldings I had as a kid. Really? I blocked that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about that more? Like what was that lesson or what sort of things was she saying to you? If you can open up um, yeah. about that, like what, like, I mean, obviously for a 10 year old, to really listen to what your mom's saying you're probably looking you're like come on mom whatever but obviously it was something that sank in and, and helped you in your career so tell us uh, more about that it, it was a humbling experience i guess uh so i was 94 would have been my first year bantam singles so i just came off 93 we won as a bantam girls team and you know that feeling of like yeah we did so good now i'm gonna go singles i was a brat like really just a not a very you know stomping like think of a 10 year old that attitude stomping crying when i didn't hit the middle a little bit of embarrassment i should say for my parents on that side mm -hmm. uh yeah she told me that if i continue then you know i could not have spectators especially them watching mm -hmm. i had to apologize to my coach 
for my like attitude. And so I switched it around. And after that, I think the next year I was like, I'm going out there to have fun. I'm going out there to meet people. I'm going out there to be competitive, but it doesn't mean that if I don't accomplish what I need to accomplish, it doesn't change. I still got to wake up the next day. Right. Yeah. So now I maybe come off more joking, laughing. I don't show too much of a that emotion that I showed <laughs> at 10 years old. Yeah, as long as I've known you, I've never seen you get like, yeah, like really mad. I've never, yeah. I've never seen it happen. So, um, kudos to you for listening. And, um, I mean, but Hey, I'm sure 90% of the kids go through the same sort of thing that you did too, but it's just how you react to it. And yeah, kudos for you to, yeah, have it sink in. And I think I that's know. probably right when it changed and I bold then kept going on like different tournaments playing that sort of thing so yeah but it probably indirectly made you a better bowler i would like to think so like that's why i think it sticks so much with me is that moment so i don't know i've had that conversation i don't know how many times this year just with brax um he's got that that like pout to him and when he's out there laughing and smiling he plays so much better and um he he's so competitive right and and if it's not working and he he took four years off so he's coming back now and he wants everything to happen immediately he's he's playing with jd who's uh, on absolute fire for his age group uh so there's an expectation level that uh we we have to have that talk with him quite quite often right and uh we we've done the same thing you know if uh hey you want to act like this we've number one we're not going to be here and number two um we'll walk away and we won't watch you Right, and all of a sudden it kind of turns around for a little while, but uh, it's just, just that competitive juice is, I, I think, very tough. It, it's so hard when you're used to being super successful. Yeah. Yep. And then if you don't have that, those moments, those are the moments where you need to reel it back in and, and figure it out. But when you're used to and you have that expectation of being that successful, it's, it's, it's yeah. hard to be mature about it as a kid, right? right. We learn. We learn. Yeah. I absolutely got that talking to as well. I mean, I was, you know, a tantrum kid and fight with my brother. If I go in pre-bowl and I remember a couple of times, my mom coming home and said, never, ever again. (laughs) (laughs) You will will never be, I will not. And I don't think she took us for a good few weeks. My dad had to take us or we had to, you know, it was just like, you can't act like that at the bowling center. Yeah. I know my mom tried to have that talk with me. Your first year of, uh, of YBC Nationals. So talk us, through your first experience going to nationals as a YBC. Was that fun? Oh yeah. Like uh 93, I was nine. Turning yeah. Uh, went to Hamilton, billeted, which kids nowadays don't know what that is. Right. Now I looking back, I don't know if I could send eight-year-old Kenley to a swimming competition and be billeted with people we don't know. So easy, uh, right? I wouldn't either. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Society has sure changed, that's for sure. Just a bit. So yeah, I went there. I was billeted with at the time like Lindsay Berg and Julie Kolandretsky Bain now. And I remember sitting there just super excited and looking over at the two of them and they are bawling. Sorry, lady, because they're leaving and you're going with strangers. And in my mind, I was just so pumped to be going away from like mom and dad, I'm guessing. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And we had such a great time, like bowling. Oh, did you hear that? 
<laughs> Yo-yos fell. Yeah, there goes the cheerleading happening. Yeah, so I had such a great experience there that you want to keep going from there, right? You want to just, you want the next thing totally. that can come your way. And then you kept having success throughout the YBC years. Uh, any more nationals or any more youth challenge or four steps obviously had some more success. What were some of the highlights of the of the youth years? Um, I would say definitely I would have been 1999 would have been probably one of the most memorable. I got to play with my sister that la that year. It would have been her last year senior and my first year senior. Um, on there was also the two Boltons, Robin and Coral Bolton, now married names, Nichols and Watt. So I got to play with them. And then our, we called her our adopted sister, which was Julie. And that year, Julie and I received our triple crown. And we just played amazing as a team. I just, I don't know, it felt good. I remember turning around and seeing our parents wearing these like Burger King crowns. We didn't understand what it meant, but they had three crowns <laughs> on top of their head to represent that we made the triple crown so and that's three gold medals at nationals is that what that is yeah that's three gold medals on a team so that would have been your bantam junior and senior team Correct. nice and is that we it says here five time four-step gold medalist yeah that's awesome <laughs> Amazing. It, it was incredible. incredible yeah i i still remember coaching a couple teams after my ybc pretty much right out of ybc i coached a few teams and uh, I, I vividly remember uh, getting the booklet because um, everybody got the booklet at the start yeah. of it, it all. And uh, I would purposely show the kids that I was coaching your name uh, mm -hmm. because it, it was blasted right in there. Yeah. As, and uh, there, there's one other gentleman, I think, in the 10 pin side that went crazy as well. And, um, you know, just try to instill like this is where you could be if you put the time, put the effort in. Right. So yeah. uh, I, I definitely use yourself as an example of, of excellence. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't it's, it's realize the accomplishment of it until you see it now, like looking back. It, it's still very rare. Like uh, how many are there? Like there, there's not that many. No. Well, it'll be difficult more too, right? Cause it's not the five teams. Sure. Doubles. Yeah. Yeah, um, less players can go now, right? My ultimate goal was always to be like Connie Ward because she was back of the book. Connie Ward, in my mind, was that's who I looked. She had the double triple crown, which was team and singles. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And I do believe she's the only one that of. still ever had it. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what did uh, what did Ty, uh, Ty go go with? Ty had the singles, I think. All no, three? I actually don't know if he actually got. He, I think he just got the, the triple crown, including teams. Okay. Um, combination. I don't think he got the singles. I and he had. He would have had an serious. opportunity to win one more. The senior singles. Uh, yeah, but COVID correct. Took it away. Yeah, yeah. He, they, they don't post all those results or those uh, the the achievements like that anymore on their on their website. Um, but it honestly, I do agree with Adam. We we look back. I remember '98 flipping through, and it was like. You know, it's like, who's this Crystal Orinchuk, right? And and it's totally crazy uh, about the Carl Malcolmson Scholarship recipient. I mean, three yes. times, right? And yeah. for those people who don't know out there, it's rare to win one, but winning, winning three of them is is quite something, right? What, what, what's the criteria for, for that? Back then, I, th mm -hmm. I believe it's changed. I think then it was a most medals 
as well as winning at the time, but I can't be certain. Like it, okay. it's not based on average or anything that I believe it was just basically um, hardware. Okay. Fair enough. I do remember always being in competition. I joke with Lee Escott from Newfoundland, right? Yeah. He oh, would, yeah. It would be flipping between him and I, if, depending on. And he always had one extra like bronze or silver or something like that. <laughs> that just added to his hardware. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah. He, he kept taking the golds away from us in Alberta. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've played against him uh, many times. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that tournament is now, or sorry, that scholarship is now based on highest average yeah. at the tournament, but yeah. At yeah. nationals. Yeah. Hmm. Man, how it's all changed. Wow. Yeah, because I, yeah. like, I think I was on the junior team when I, my first time I won it so being a junior and winning it would be kind of probably rare now right when you have senior bowlers that can probably average a lot higher it's only eligible to senior bowlers now there you go okay, okay. so they, I, I, I know they've changed it that, that's a shame too really yeah yeah, yeah. I agree. yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree if a junior if a junior beats the seniors then good I, for don't, him. I, I don't know yeah, if for, I, I don't know if like, yeah. it's, it's such an easy way to do an average to make it as an average, I, I do like the metal aspect um, because I don't know. It just it builds that player up, right? Where you can just have one good nationals, right? Where where the metal aspect, you had to be good at many nationals, right? Uh, yeah, I, no, I like that. I I agree and I disagree at the same time. I understand yeah, the average too. thing too, just because like you know not every. <laughs> with the with the average, you're not relying on your teammates playing extremely well as well you're not getting punished for maybe having somebody that's a weaker teammate right so i i understand it's an individual achievement and that's the only really way of but it's an individual achievement while you're on a team though so is that i i i I do agree but i think everybody should have at least a fair an equal opportunity i see both ways yeah no Mm -hmm. I, i completely agree yeah I mean, I'm not. You're not taking away from me because I already went to university on it, so they can't. <laughs> yeah, the money yeah. ain't coming back now. Yep. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's mine. <laughs> and then, how about some of the youth challenge uh, stuff? You just started playing there. Yeah. Um, were they Coke classics at the time, or you? You're uh, a little bit younger than that. You're not. Okay, so yeah, I think it, that's when you used to fax in your scores. Is that when? <laughs> Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my first <laughs> one was 1999. Yeah. Was my first nationals. So was that, well, I mean, it might have been different in Saskatchewan versus Alberta, but how did you get selected from out of your province to go to nationals? Was it I'm, at a provincial in the top three or how did yeah, that? Yeah. Same way as it is now. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I do see it now from an, like, not a parent side, but I used to be the youth challenge coordinator for our five and i'd have a lot of parents saying like how is that fair that our kids went to provincials won gold but now they're not going to nationals and so now i'm like whoa i do see that but when i was Mm -hmm. bowling you're like "Ah, i'm going to nationals even though like Mm -hmm. your team won gold or not i like it's a different um format right it's building an all-star team you're building an all-star team yeah you're building it up for sure and, and I, I agree with that, too. I don't know. As a kid, I was always like, yeah, we should go as a team because I think that that, that chemistry is really important 
Agreed. Um, and that's what makes the team so good. So I always thought that too, but I I also completely understand the all-star. But then I would never have met Jeff. And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> and with it being a mixed team at nationals, how do you how do you cut a team in half? Right? Because oh, yeah. if you're gonna have take half a men's team and half a ladies team, how do you do that too? Yeah. So do you imagine doing that in the open, guys? Is there's no no team goes to nationals. It's just going to be an all star team of men's ladies mixed. So so that'd be you mean like Winnipeg, Winnipeg yeah. and Saskatchewan? Uh, sorry, uh, Quebec. Yeah, top do, six yeah. out of the pro- province at provincial at Bonnie mm-hmm. Dune. You're going to throw an all star team to go to nationals. Yeah. And then yeah. the next three will be part of the mixed team. But eventually, the money's going to start running out, where it's going to be almost forced upon. <laughs> uh, right at some point that that's probably going to happen and now now that you know the cash circuit's really taking off i, I think there's going to be some adjustments to to, to both the open end and, uh, and masters to be perfectly honest maybe yeah it'll depend on the province as long as we continue to continue to get casino monies and and funding from the government, yeah. yeah. Uh, for for the foreseeable future, Alberta won't change. I don't think, but no, I I, I, I can see other like other provinces right now are to use or pay that definitely come in effect for sure. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. That's why the other provinces do that because it just costs more money for them and, to zone national and lot and it's just a different format. I mean, um, it, Manitoba's isn't like this permanently. It's just like that as they're re-entering the C5 realm. The right? Winnipeg. The, Winnipeg. the Winnipeg. Yeah, Winnipeg, yeah. And that's just their mixed team, right? So then can't take away all of their ladies and their men, yeah. right? I think it's just a singles qualifying this year, to be honest with you. It's just singles and a mixed team, if I remember right. Yeah. Going to yeah, nationals? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. They're only doing one provincial event. They're not doing... There's no zone round that any of them had. Correct. Right. And then yeah. not sending a men's team and then not sending a ladies team, if I remember. Just a mixed team. Correct. Top Just three. a mixed oh, okay. so, Top three so, and three. That's it. Yeah. But I said, Tim, I've told you that before. I'd really like an opportunity to play with some really top men in our province, like in Saskatchewan. I would love that opportunity. It'd be just a different, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be totally different. Yeah. You just, unfortunately, I think you're from an outsider looking in, you're just, you're too good to drop down to the mixed team most times. So <laughs> you're, you're, you're always, you know, you're ultimately always wanting the, like the top, you don't, you don't yes. shoot mixed. But if I yeah. had to have like the switch and I could potentially make mixed team with some pretty amazing men and women, not that my, like, I don't know. It'd just be a different dynamic. So, for those people that are out there, there was an idea from uh, I don't know if it was from a board or maybe just in, just people talking on in Saskatchewan was, can we qualify? Uh, does the first qualifier, the first qualifiers, have to make ladies and men, uh, men's teams, or can we make the top three be a mixed team from men's and ladies, and then the rest of six from four to nine be on a be on a men's I, I and mean, ladies team? Ultimately, I I don't see why not. In, in all in all honesty, especially since, I mean, Winnipeg, Winnipeg and Manitoba are basically doing that as it is. Yeah, right? yeah. Isn't it up to the province right now of how they qualify their teams to send it them is. to nationals? It is. Yeah, but then it affects nationals, right? Because then nationals, you, if you're on the mixed team, you really can't. Oh, you can play yeah. them singles. You so can't play singles. Forfeiting yeah. singles, then. Right. 
That's correct. Yeah. You're, you're right, mm-hmm. Crystal. Yeah, I think that's what we talked about because um, because mixed and single singles play at the same time at nationals yeah. and men lady play at the same time. Yes, you can. But do if it became Canadian wide, then it would change. <laughs> change no. <laughs> have you heard about the five pin pro league or the five? Yeah, I, I, have. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I love even masters, right? To come out with a mixed team. Oh, I don't know. It'd just be yeah. See, you know, I, I, I this year I am in full support of a masters. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there never has been a mixers, mix masters mixed team. It's not like they got no. funding, no, like no, but I think it's so big to no. begin with, right? Because you have teaching, you have seniors. Sure. Right, the tournament it's, itself is big. It's a huge event, yeah. But it'd be yeah. cool yeah. for tournament masters to have a mixed team. Yeah, it yeah. would be right. But well, the hard part is, is like there's so many provinces that even have a hard time finding men, not so much, but finding nine ladies to qualify is not always, I guess, easy. Yeah. But that's kind of where I, when I had thought of the the change in the mixed teams, or not, not mixed teams, but from the ladies to the mixed switching that all around was because we had very little women turning out. And then what was happening is that we'd have five women come out and then we're sacrificing the five women to make a mixed team. So we don't hurt the men. So it was always, we were concentrating on not hurting the men's division, but yet Hmm. the women were suffering. If that like, Hmm. why, why was it always the women having to take the hit? and choose that rather than pulling another lady from another zone or whatever it may be we chose to always cut two women and make a mixed team see yeah that's interesting because i know other provinces do allow pulling from other zones we, i don't we know do, why we, that's... yeah so we allow oh oh crazy yeah i don't i don't choice. i don't choice so hmm. who, who has that choice i mean i i wouldn't want to be that person to lop two bowlers out and be like thanks for showing up right um i would probably encourage to bring a lady in from somewhere else i mm-hmm. always it, it's always better to get more people involved always yeah, yeah. that's that's interesting so you, you're saying you would you want to play a mixed team with jeff i already played a mixed team with jeff twice <laughs> okay and did you guys win did we win did we win, Jeff? Um, <laughs> no, that's so, that's so, okay. bitter. No. I, right. I, so you, we challenge when we going back. That was the first time him and I met. We got silver that year. Okay. And then we played randomly. We got to play again in 2011 at Open and Bronze that time. So. Yeah, we, we haven't won an event with him either. Hey, Dex? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's very valid. Hey, but in all fairness, I think I did talk to Jeff. There's a reason men- she's on podcast first. And, and, and he mentioned that as soon as her and Crystal got together, his bowling hey. went down. He's dead. I didn't say the exact words. I just I just paraphrased it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he knew you were going to say that. He's like, you better warn him in advance. Oh, I, I, no, you, you, yeah, exactly. You already gave the disclaimer. I wasn't going to do it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah hmm. yeah I, I don't know I, I obviously I played one mixed team it was uh, it was enjoyable but it wasn't the same but uh, I know there's a lot of ladies out there who like to play mixed team because it's a different atmosphere right so yeah, yeah. pro league 
you gonna you, you guys ever talk about the pro league? I mean, you're playing a lot when the last team picked, or is there talk about you playing or Jeff want to play? What's that? I never. I, um, no, I don't. I like. I had just heard about. It, but I think the team was already formed. Right, oh. but maybe is there going to be a second team, or maybe let's start some. Know. You know, maybe there needs some changes. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regina needs another lady in there. That's for sure. Regina right? has some really strong ladies. I think we're just all busy. Yeah. They have yeah, a lot of. Fair. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why uh, you need deep rosters so you can uh, come in and out, you know, week to week type thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then with the, the possible format change for next year, right? You, you're going to need that that uh, deeper, you know, team, anyways. Totally. Yeah. And hopefully, maybe there's a limitation to match days, too. So you don't maybe have 10 match days. Maybe there's some schedule format, but yeah. Be great again, again, just like you said, getting more people to play and be part of that experience yeah. gets people to, you know, do their dreams or play with a mixed team that they wouldn't normally get the opportunity to play with. That's true. Yeah. So then, as you shifted into the adult sort of ranks, what was what sort of came first? Actually, I, I, we'll get to it later, but um, actually, let's do it now. Is cash tournaments when you were eleven years old? You played the KG. Mm -hmm. That's so young. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Uh, again, older siblings. Um, I think what happened was that mom just put all three of us in. Or I should, I always say mom, but it was probably mom and dad. Um, <laughs> and I just got a taste for it. I don't know. Just if I could give to any young bowler parent that is in an opportunity to play well or learn that is the way to go and you learn some really bad things and you also <laughs> learn some really good things agreed agreed i feel like as time has gone on those really bad things have started to go away yeah. i just yes. said that this year after mm -hmm. the classic um mm -hmm. when i seen like kieran our young ybc yes. kid here and i was going oh my gosh i hope people have like a, just a little bit of awareness of who's around and how you behave and how you act because you just never know who's watching you and that was me i was that kid watching in the stands for a long time picking up things about my mentors but at least you were 11 when this started and not 10 you already had the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. that's probably why she entered me is because my attitude changed yeah yeah for sure <laughs> Totally. You remember any time, like, or look back on who you might have played with, or you know, some of those people that were around that you sort of uh, like, Ooh, Bruce Mortar playing. Like, or, like, Ryan Jarvis loves to always just bring back Jarvis. a memory Rhino. of me beating him on the consolation side at the age of like twelve, I think he said, and he just loves telling this story. <laughs> I don't remember it except for some bald guy on the lanes that I played. <laughs> <laughs> I have very little memory of that uh but then i think it was either it was one of the edmonton tournaments heritage maybe i can't remember and i bowled with like mark jackson harvey uh it was a very vocal the, you, the two yeah. most calm players <laughs> they're very calm yeah so i think i was like 14 and my mom going oh no like, you know, <laughs> yeah, picking ball returns, like punching walls. I mean, it just, 
you don't see that very often anymore, which is great. Yeah. I didn't pick that up. And I do remember Harvey apologizing afterwards. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, like, he's the nicest guy. Yeah. He, he <laughs> absolutely is. But he, he just but, quit smoking and he said his attitude's been way better since. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, and I'm like, that's just competitiveness. You know, that's somebody oh. that really wants to win and do well, and they don't handle the emotion well. Like, in, like, comes out i guess differently but when you're when you come from a hockey background where if you're angry and frustrated you just slam somebody into the boards <laughs> move, moving into and moving into something like this is tough yeah it's tough i i remember the first time i met harvey um it was at the for my first op, uh, masters in fraser and all I saw was Harvey absolutely losing his shit on something. And <laughs> and I looked over it and I was like, I'm going to stay the hell away from that guy. He he absolutely intimidates me, right? And then I got to know Harvey about really decently well five or six years later. And I was like, oh, that's just Harvey, right? But his stare, when he's looking at somebody mm-hmm. and he's upset, that stare, I just want to crawl in a hole. Like, I just want to hide, right? <laughs> it's intimidating. It, it was more accepted back then until it, you know, right. until it wasn't any longer. But it was just sort of... It, you were able to get upset. You were able to kick things. You were able to, you didn't break anything. You just kicked it. Yeah. Right? You had to smash two balls together. I mean, it didn't do any harm except for your own knuckles. I, I know? think ultimately there, there's been a giant culture change in the game yeah. and I think it's still changing and I think it's still getting better, but I think it comes, it, it has to be the, the elite level players, like right at the very top of it, acting professionally and be, and, and, and respectfully and once you have those people doing it then it slowly starts dissipating and the ybc kids mm-hmm. notice and stop yeah. doing stuff like that it's it's when you have those highest high elite level players that are doing it that it, that it sticks so i think that culture has changed dramatically you don't see a lot of yeah. i feel like we got a lecture there was a one point in time in edmonton that there were some tournaments and maybe it was even an open qualifying and we we put a hard stop to any sort of attitude or maybe it was a TPC or, or Rosewell or something. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, it was a really, really hard line stop on no attitude. And uh, right from then, I think there was even some warnings or maybe even it's been a, a disqualification in a, in a qualifying that yeah. it was like, okay, it, it's time to shift. And then that start slowly started to shift and has gotten a lot better, but it, I, it took I, a hard line before it got better. I, I think that I think you're right. I think Daryl. I think we did something that one time. But um, also, I think Wednesday night match closing down. That was a, yeah. That was a huge issue, right? And then that wasn't feeding anything. Uh, I, I might have the wrong take here. Um, I, I I really really enjoyed um, seeing people's personalities come out. Maybe not aggressively or hitting things, but I see that our our bowling. We've kind of. I don't know. Our bowlers are kind of stale. Like it looks like if you, you you can't you don't see that emotion on like made for television like a a Pete Weber or, or something like that. We don't have that. But I'm not not agreeing with the abusive stuff and yeah. and, and yeah. acting out. But but we when we when we stop that, I think we lost a lot of personality in a way. And I figure a way to bring that back. It's, it's just different personality. I, I mean, Correct. you you can. You could still be emotional and, and you could still be frustrated. You could still show frustration. You could still show elation. You could still show all of that. There's just more productive ways of doing it. You start, uh, we've talked about it a few times, but you look at like Colton Uswall, for example. I mean, yeah. that, that, that kid plays with a ton of emotion, yeah. a ton of emotion, but it's, it's positive and it's not disrespectful and he's not slamming things. And 
when he's upset, he's upset. When he's happy, he's happy. But did he, anybody see Spider Monkey's uh, TikTok reel? Yeah. <laughs> Tyson, Tyson. Exactly. Yeah. yeah right. You know, there, there it's, is, you it, could, it's good you emotion, could, and that's yeah. I think it's good that people are now, like you said, Tim, his personality is coming out again from cheering and positive yeah, emotion. Yeah. Whereas before it was negative emotion, and I think that's the, the important message. There is positive but emotion I, is absolutely acceptable. When right. I bowled, though, with them, it's not like I took it like they were doing it to me. No, 100%. Right? Like, I knew it was, like, doing it to them. I, I mean, found it funny at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, but M- Mike Herbert, I still every, find hilarious. Every time. Regina. I know, like, there's something, and I'm not saying a little, Mike, this in general. There was something growing up where I saw somebody – um, have a train wreck, and it was nothing but like excitement to see. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I just liked seeing the train wreck, oh, right? There was lots. And, and you know, and maybe a sick, sadistic Tim, we don't get to see that anymore. And uh, there, there's a little portion of me when I saw Mike get a little bit upset in Regina, I'm, I had a little giddiness in me because I was like, I haven't seen this in forever. It's it's funny, uh, and maybe it's not funny for any for the person involved, but uh. It, it was it, it's just funny to see just funny to see because i've been there i've been there and yeah. i know everybody's laughing at me but you know at that time when i'm blowing up it feels awfully good right and uh, <laughs> I, I think but even even mike is like super respectful there's a reason there's a reason why that guy bashed himself in the head rather than hitting anything on the lanes yeah. <laughs> we just gotta keep we just gotta keep a camera on him at all times and we could sell it I definitely think there's a there's a couple things that end up happening. A lot of those guys are just out of the sport now, right? Yeah. Uh, so so that that that's half it. So there's just more of a maturity with, with this sport. Uh, but uh, we we discussed this a few times at, at major tournaments when those uh, players end up showing that type of frustration their opponents pick up on that and actually it, it feeds them, yeah. right? So so I think, you know, as our, our so-called professional game is getting to, to another level, uh, I think that professionalism of the players have to get to that level at the same time because uh, the last thing you can do is, is feed your opponent uh, anything more. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. You're right there. Yeah, I do agree. Sorry, sorry, Tim, say that again. It's PG. I don't want to really tell you how. Oh, okay, okay. Look, 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 we'll look, go back <laughs> and make that into a sound. Bite. Yeah, yeah. Look, 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 right, Adam, right. I, I sent it in private chat just because I know Crystal's gone. So. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's um, fair. I earned that. <laughs> But is that, I mean, you guys can speak and, and, and any of you too, in your match play and you're on a Sunday uh, or whatever in a you know big match, you pick up on somebody's negative emotion, like they're down yeah. on themselves and they're doing oh. this and I'm going to, I'm going to pounce right now. I got that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to kick you when you're down. It's go time. I, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pick, I'm not trying to pick on the guy, but the year I won TPC in 2010, I faced Mike Herbert twice. And I had no idea. I faced him on both sides. I had no idea who this guy was. And I faced him in like, and, and by, by the fourth frame, he, he was losing his mind. And like, like, and I was just like, I, I've got him. Like in my head, I was instantly like, no, nah, I've won this. I've won this match already. And then, uh, and then I got to face him on the, on the second side, on the B side. And I had already beat him once on the A side. So I already had that confidence from it. So yeah. Um, yeah. The, the second I see it, it's great. My favorite moment. In in league bowling ever, I was sparing on a Tuesday night, and I went in, and this was when they had like you you could you could 
play you play two games against them and anybody could face anybody. It was oh, really yeah. really strange. Yeah, yeah. But is it Jim Frozen? Jim Frozen. Frozen. Jim Frozen. Again, I didn't really know who this guy was, but I, I was facing him, and it was the first ball of the night. He goes up, puts it in the left pocket, leaves a corner, boots every ball off the rack. The very first <laughs> ball. I was like, this is hilarious, and I've won. <laughs> like, yeah. Instantly. No, no, nothing feels better when you're – I mean, singles, you can see it, but honestly, when you play teams, if somebody's, like, blowing up, on a team, it, it really affects the team, right? And um, so I, it's it's interesting to watch that because in, in a way, I, I know there's going to be usually a lot more internal fighting. We've had that on our team with um, one individual, and he hasn't played since. Um, but yeah. uh, it's, Harvey it's and I crazy. actually had a good chat about him on the weekend, actually. Oh, yeah. About that experience, yeah. 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 But that's important, that, though, for guys like out there that are watching or knowing this, that your emotions, whatever you're doing, and if it's a negative emotion, then people are picking up on that and saying, I'm going to take you to town now. Yeah. Right? Don't let, don't let them see that. Right? That's the whole boxing analogy of the jabs versus the uppercuts. Yeah. Now, that, that's the one thing that's kind of missing from the five-pin pro league. Right is uh, you know the that that direct head to head you can actually you know your team see the emotion, um, especially the negative emotion of your opponent because uh, the whole team usually feeds on it at that point or all of a sudden you know one guy like kind of speak up all right guys let's go let's uh, like now now's our time uh, to, to to pounce right because usually that negativity goes down the line and this is your yeah. opportunity to go. You can sometimes feel it though. I mean, you can feel if there's sure. you know double punch up top, then you can be like, okay, that's a run the strike. Let's go and jump on him, right? And you can get it done early. And there's the there's the subtle ways of getting that mental game. But even but if a guy not. if a guy goes out there and plows with a smile on his face and goes cleans fifteen, totally yeah. different than a guy totally. going to smack something. Yeah, big time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 What do you do with a guy who rips out four three pins in a game? Have you seen that before? You sub him out. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, sub him out. Okay. You, <laughs> it was only you, three. You, you weren't you weren't there to help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how about this? I mean, part of this, Crystal, uh, for you is when you would play, you know, opponents. Did you know that you getting that mental edge, uh, whether they're showing negative emotion or on the same line is when you're playing a man or a male in a match. Did you have that opportunity to, you know, take advantage of that? Because you know that they don't want to lose to a girl, lose to a lady. You know what I mean? Yes. Why do we have that mentality, though? Exactly. Why? But, why I mean, are, it's real, though, it, and it exists, right? Why is it that a man, when they lose to a woman, it becomes, oh, you lost to a girl? So uh, I, 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 think I honestly have no idea. For me, is I never viewed my opponent as man or woman. It was a bowler not a man woman didn't care you're a bowler and ultimately the, my opponent was myself because i can't control what that person does i can only control what i do and i got to believe in myself totally. and so but what did, what about like, did you know that like this guy doesn't like to play women he's not going to want to lose want to lose to me or doesn't like to lose for me so i'm just i'm going to kick his ass well but for you me know? though i think if i thought that way then i would myself fail so i needed to just play my own okay. game okay. but you do notice when somebody likes you to go first somebody wants you to go after them they want to throw the first shot you notice when they get mad right you do notice all that but i can't i got to think about myself i know that sounds i don't know selfish, uh, it, 
The, so, the, the mentality is perfect. So, yeah, 100%. So he, here's a question. I, and I, I'll say this, in, maybe not in adults, but in, in YBC, with you, I guess, being put on in spotlight, I guess, with all your accolades and stuff. Um, I know I'm comparing you to Bruce, but when Bruce played, right, people just had an aura about Bruce where people were like, that's Bruce Mortar. Um, did you have the same kind of effect in YBC? That it's like because you're up in lights, you're winning all these things. Uh, that's Crystal Hibner, right? I don't know. In yeah. um, I don't know if I felt it or yeah. not, or was it because I was a female? I don't know if you got it as much as a male would get it. Um, sometimes it's looked upon as that woman is a bitch. Not competitive or aggressive, right? Like, <coughs> language. I'm sure they've heard worse. But <laughs> you, it's viewed so differently when it comes across from a woman's perspective than from a man. And that was what I struggled with a lot was, don't look at me as a woman. I'm, I am just a bowler. So I have the same competitive drive as a male. Yeah. Like, I don't I, yeah, I think I, that's great because you, you know, in a way, put me in my place a little bit, which I'd like because don't think of me as a, a woman and don't think of your opponent as a woman. I'm a bowler. So yeah. if you're going to start thinking that I don't want to lose to you because you're a woman, then you're, you're already fucked. Pardon my language, but you're already bad. <laughs> so you got to think of me as a bowler. So if you want to yeah. be competitive, I'm not, I'm not anything other than a competitive bowler. Yes. Not yeah. a competitive female, but and don't get me wrong, you like I want women to succeed, and that's the other thing is it's really hard to get women to rally around women as well in anything, in anything in life. It always seems like we're trying not one up one another, but let's just be as one, <laughs> like yeah. support each other, give each other. I came from a strong community that was behind me at Fairhaven that did we rallied behind all of us growing up we mm -hmm. all wanted it because we knew that if one of us bowled well we were all going to bowl well right I'm sure on a team you can notice that when the whole team is just gelling everyone's going to play their best mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and that's certainly what happened to you when you were in you know the adults and started playing the open and then you have the dynasty of the the group of ladies that started going mm -hmm. um the whole lot of you just kept on pushing and kept setting new new boundaries so you know talk about a little bit of your open first early days of, of making the first teams of opens and and who those have been with or who some of the idols you would have looked up to uh, in qualifying stages there my first open i made mixed team and uh it was probably the best thing not for me but at that moment i remember the feeling of oh i didn't make ladies Okay, now what? Look at the ladies. Oh, Alyssa Spark and Coral Bolton. Wow. Okay, we <laughs> got this. Like, you know, like when this is going to be a fun time. And it was a fun time. And I mean fun as like we played well as the three strong women on that team at nationals. Which now you hear most in, well, I hear quite a bit. I don't know about anywhere else, but you hear men going, well, the men have to carry on the mixed team. The women aren't that strong. It was it was just brought up this weekend, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that Gatineau? It? Yeah, that was Gatineau. Yeah. So you hear that, and I'm going, 
no, you don't need it. Like you just in a team. Yeah. You want to be, I don't know. I think you always just need someone that's going to expand their average, like go throw way out to here. And then you need everyone else to just maintain average, no matter man or woman. So that yep. year we definitely showed that don't necessarily need the man. <laughs> there's there's so many super super strong ladies mm -hmm. that make the mixed team so strong that the hardest thing that we have is depth yeah. like there's there's a lot of zones that just don't have enough you know enough ladies that are i mean you have some zones in alberta where you're having some you know some men but like our, our north zone has a couple of ladies that make it that are 170 average and like yeah. that, that, and that's great. That's great. Like, I, I don't have a problem with that at all, but that's, that's where that gets a little bit tougher, but you get, you get the strong ladies on there. You don't, you don't have to carry them. Like if, they if can, I'm on a team, exact 100%. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just a matter of how much depth you have in a zone. I think is the hard part. Yeah. I, I Not played, to be disrespectful in any sort of way. I, I played, but, I played one mixed team and I can't tell you like how excited I was to play with Heidi. Because yeah. uh, I looked at her as like, she can play, right? And I was mm -hmm. like, and to be honest with you, I think at one point they put me in anchor. Um, and then I, I, was, I was, wasn't I was playing well enough, so they moved me up. And I said, put Heidi anchor. Like, Absolutely. Th that girl hits the middle. She can play. She can, you know, she's she has ice in her veins a lot of the time. She yeah. hits the middle. 100%. She throws the shot. And I was like, it was super exciting to play with her, right? Mm -hmm. And uh it was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was good. It just you have those ladies out there that are, are that are just dynamite. Doesn't regardless of of gender, right? Yeah, yeah that, that's uh, I, where I, that's where I think uh, having your your idea there of the the high end mixed teams would, would be oh, a complete totally game changer agree. around the country, yeah. right? It, could could there be a specific event that that could well, be created for for something like that? Not necessarily a masters or an open, right? Uh, just a, a single cash event somewhere, yeah. right? I, I think it would do really well. Totally agree. Yeah, I'm. I get to I get to play on the mixed team this year for the open, and I'm I'm super excited. Um, yeah. Our our team's great, and our ladies are fantastic, and um, uh, the men and the ladies all have the same sense of humor. So <laughs> that makes it better too. <laughs> and my dad's the coach, and he's gonna learn a lot of terrible shit. About <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was fun. that was probably the best year. Would have been uh, my my rookie year out. And you were rookie of the year, Tim. You got the stats handy of that year for two thousand four C five nationals. Let's see what Crystal uh, did for us. up here. Yeah, rookie of the year of the nationals. You remember what your records or something might have been there, Crystal? No. Oh, you know what? <laughs> That one doesn't have any stats to it. It just has. Uh, I, I do think it was in the high two seventies, I I think, but I don't have that. But I remember that feeling of coming off of uh, a great team going into Masters. Then, yeah, and was Masters singles, yeah. and I remember that feeling that I was like, I'm carrying this forward. Totally. And yeah. Amazing how that momentum you, works. And you did. And I did, yeah. Continue yeah. that. So that's a pretty amazing year for yourself there. It was, yeah. It who, was a great, great uh, year. Yeah, Masters obviously playing Nationals. Who would have? Who would you compete against there? Do you remember? 
Yeah, I got to play against back of the book Connie Ward, which I was very excited, <laughs> excited to finally meet her. You know, 19 year old me, as Adam, you were saying, like, uh, for my own name, I got to go and meet that lady. And I was very excited. Um, Helene, I beat her in the final. That's who I played. Wow. Uh, I enjoyed my masters very much <laughs> in Newfoundland, I did we had a good time but that's I crazy. had against some great ladies yeah yeah as a rookie that's absolutely incredible yeah, yeah. yeah right <laughs> you had Sandy Anderson there yeah um Sandy Way Karina Hogan Yvette McClellan who's been around forever on Northern yep. and uh, Michelle Gardner yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. she's two couple comments there Michelle yeah yeah yeah, and you, and you played with Doug McCaw that year, right? As a, I as a did, and, and Doug won that year too. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Do so we know, cool. I mean, there's probably stats out there, how many people have won the gold both years, whether, of course, yours was a mixed team at the Open, but then oh. you won a Masters gold. How many have done in the same year? I'm sure right. it's probably happened quite a bit. No? Pro pro probably quite a few, I would think. I would uh, think so, but it would be cool to see that list, right? But, but the, yeah. I, I know the... the the double crown singles, if I remember correctly, there's only like four or three, two, two, two. Bobby Herman, Bob, Bobby think, and Jen, Jen, I think, and the same years too. Same year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was the same year. And yeah, which is crazy. I think there was only two that have won uh, both Masters and that and Open yeah. Nationals. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Like sing, uh, singles. Yeah, singles. I know. I don't Alberta. I know there was like, um, you know, I know at one point Annette Campbell did it. Um, Campbell did it, and then. Um, to win Jim Baker did, yeah, yeah. but different events, right? Uh, I have the double crown up here. I'm just looking. Are you referring? You're, year. Year. you're, you're saying doing it in the same year, though, right? And that was '97. Yeah, um, that's an unreal year, right? Obviously, yeah. Weber, you got a shot this year, bud. Yeah. Nope. For four. Gary, Bobby Kite make the Calgary Open team. I'm looking at just our Edmund, our no, Alberta no. Masters now. Right, Ty. Kite didn't make it. No. Ty can. Tyler's I sure hope I, I, I yeah. sure hope I sure hope Ty can. <laughs> That's good for me, right? <laughs> yeah. That's neat. All those little stats, but. Mm -hmm. So then, more more open, obviously. Talk 20, 2009, uh, ladies team, and then again two thousand eleven mixed team. Um, you know, but some... I wasn't actually on that mixed team. I was the alternate that came in that year. So when did you come in? Into Provincial? No, I played ladies that year and our ladies team lost at Provincials. So I went to go watch Jeff and I was the contingents alternate. Oh, okay. That's awesome. And then you got in because yeah. somebody went down at Nationals. Yeah. At Nationals, yeah. So day two, the team made a decision to put the alternate in. Crazy. So I went in. It's really hard. I think that would be super hard on um, who I came in for is because you work so hard to get there and then it's taken away from you, right? Like, I can't imagine. Yeah. Was it like a medical injury or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it or? was. So then okay, you're yeah. now having the team is sitting there trying to make a decision. And I know I remember being in the hotel room that day and Jeff's like, I can't be a part of this decision because it's my wife that you're making the choice on, right? Like, you guys have to by and Jeff was on the team. Jeff was on the team, yeah. 
So it's basically run run with what you have or bring in that alternate. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like completely unable to play. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't. It's a tough well, call on all parts. I don't know. I've never been in a situation on a team where someone yeah. done that. You know, I th I think if it was me, and like it's it's hard to say because like obviously I, I I haven't been in that situation, but I think if it's me and I know I can't play, I, I still want my team to win, and I think the only right thing to do is let that happen. Really, yeah. as hard as that is, I mean. They're still your friends, and that you still want to see them succeed. So yeah, yeah. Um, as much as you want to be there yourself and doing it with your team, and, and yeah. the best thing for you to your the best choice for you to make for your team as a teammate is to give them the opportunity to have a player that can actually help them. Yeah. So at a pure curiosity, and because uh, I, I I see you ended up uh, winning bronze that year. Um, did they give bronze medals to all eight, or I guess it would have been was it a six player team or seven player team at that point? It would have six. been a, it would have been seven plus coach, right? Well, six plus than me. <laughs> I okay. did it, that one, yeah. And what what about the other player? Or did, did did yeah? No, I it was my name announced and I gave it to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because it wasn't mine. No, that that's totally fair. That's that's a real good call. So yeah, it was interesting. So, like, if you go to a national and have to to back out, are you essentially off the books at that point? Well, that's what I mean. I don't know if my name yeah. is actually. I think I'm on there, it but is. I don't know who gets. Okay, I am. Yeah. Well, it, I'm just looking at it now. You, it just it Amy's Fleming slash Crystal Hibner. Yeah. So it's both on there. Um, you're probably the last one out, so that's probably where they gave you the, the the mention, right? Yeah, which I thought was complete. I don't know. I I don't know what the right answer would be. Yeah. Well, I, I, I I personally, um, I think the right thing was you're the last one in there. So that's probably why they gave you the medal. Um, but deep down inside, I completely agree with you, Chris. I would have given that medal to them. And you did the right yeah. thing, I think. Yeah. I, I, at the end of the day, I think C5 should just make another medal. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I mean, uh, obviously you can't, you can't at the moment. I, I understand yeah, that, but why have... why wouldn't you just mail it another another medal and then everyone's happy? Yeah, well, did you come in on that team and some come help out? And next thing you know, you're the anchor bowler and throwing huge, or was it just like you came in and did your part and you were a part of the team and it wasn't like you you know you were a, you know obviously you're a big part, but you know what I mean? You remember? I, I do believe that I did play decent for them. But oh, you, you'd I'm be a horse coming into that team. Jeez. Yeah, just wondering, you know, like, like, yeah, you you come in and you hold your own. I'm sure. Yeah, it yeah. actually looks looks like you play better than Jeff. So no big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but to Timmy, in, in that really odd scenario, that could sway some of the points for something like Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, her she probably got the points for Hall of Fame. So I mean, right. bo bonus for you on that aspect, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tough, oh. right? And, yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't think we should be worrying about her. No, not and not. not. I'm just just kind of opening that that potential yeah. can of worms down sure. the road, right? Well, Adam, you just turned forty, so I think you're eligible now, right? So, according to some 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 friends of the show, right? Corey so, Carey. Yeah, well, I wasn't saying a name. I wasn't saying a name, right? Uh, Jim Head I'm, here. I'm well over forty. Jim Head says that you had that so national high record, uh, national record high. Uh, fifty-five oh nine for twenty games at that, nationals. Was that the two thousand four? Maybe. 
Yeah. We did joke about that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could have hyphenated it. That would have been okay, I think. Too long. <laughs> that must be the. Is he talking the open then? I, I think that. Yeah, was I think that, yeah. that must have been. I'm assuming that was your rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They, they, they did. You said have, you averaged 275, yeah. so that's that, the only year they don't have stats. Out, so. It looks like the only year they don't have stats for it. So. Looks like Jim Head has them, so yeah. Thanks, awesome. Jim. Yeah. Always count on him. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, and then, what about other Masters events that you played? Um, obviously, we know about the one you won the same year, two thousand four. But other Masters events, and you know, was that an opportunity that you get to play with other ladies in the province of Saskatchewan, or was it still pretty much mostly the girls from Saskatoon that would make the Masters team? No, it was like across. You know, you'd have a couple from each zone, like Regina, Saskatoon, others. I love that I got to play with Tracy Anseth one year. That was probably a big highlight for me because that's somebody that I looked up to for so many years. So then when you actually get to play with her, it's great yeah. <laughs> to be honest. She's amazing. Yeah. She's so and like, yeah. You, you just know she'd be so good on a team because – She's just got to be the most patient human being ever. Oh my gosh, so patient. <laughs> <laughs> and not because she's got three kids or grandkids. No, she's when? got <laughs> one, yeah. one really big, big kid. kid. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, very patient. Yeah. But where were the three uh, nationals did you play in for, for Masters? Um, Red Deer was 05 right yeah that would have been yeah um 2007 i got a chance to try again for my singles in bc and i did not do so well <laughs> but it was great i played with len would have been the man and then i played again in 2009 in saskatoon on the ladies team That's so awesome. 2007 was a unique year for me because at that year in two fall of 2006 I moved to BC that year but I had already played my first um two tournaments in Saskatoon or Saskatchewan so then I came back in March even though I was living on the island to play my last that's quite the commute what, yep. <laughs> what did you uh what did you move to the island for work oh, nice. yeah I had just graduated from university and that's where I took the closest not the closest job, sorry. The job that was offered to me to get experience. Fair, yeah. 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 Adam, two thousand nine in Saskatoon, was that were you there at that one? Yes, that, that was the hundred year, I believe. Right, right. Is yeah, that, my, did you did you win that year? Uh I did, and about <laughs> nine months later, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know where you're going with that. That's kind of, kind of what I was wondering. <laughs> Adam that celebrated a, real hard. That was a good year. <laughs> PG, PG. Trip, trip uh, stuck the landing. That wasn't, that, that wasn't PG? Yeah. That's a good thing we talked about a little bit earlier. Obviously, you had to move around for your job a little bit. At one point, you, you actually played a year um, in northern Alberta for yes. the Open. Yes. Yeah. Um, and actually, the team was really good. We just talked about it. Uh, Bonnie, yourself, uh, Amber Newberger, but now that's it was used to be Spark. Um, who else is on that team? Uh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Lynn Hanton, Alv, Alva, Vina, Elva, Elva, Alva Anderson, and I don't know what the other one was now. 
Um, yeah. The owner of Vermilion, right? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Kim Abrams. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I guess what was your what was the the experience for you? It was a little bit different, probably. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. I think it was just unique that Amber happened to be moved. She moved to go to Grand Prairie that time that year, and was like, "Well, are we gonna play?" Well, yeah, let's play. We did realize that I was on the cutoff for the North living in Vegreville, not, yeah. I, I guess central. I think I would have assumed not central. I don't know where I would have thought yeah. I would have played central. Yeah. It would be like the highway, was... Right. If I mo lived on the other side of the highway, it would have been central. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 And there, there was a point of time where we're, I think we were trying to convince you to get a boundary exemption to come play for Edmonton. Yes. Too, I'm sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess I probably could have, if I commuted for a turn or a, a league, right. Is that how yeah. it would work as well? Yeah. I have to bowl league. You don't have to, but I think it helps your cause. Okay, so like here, you kind of have to bowl in a league and then, um, yeah, say that you're playing in that center or that zone. Yeah, yeah. So Wait. with you playing, we were talking a little bit about this beforehand, but with you playing both the Saskatchewan Open and the Alberta Open, and the Saskatchewan having the step ladder and Alberta not having the step ladder. How do you feel about like the two differences and which do you prefer and what are the pros and cons? Um, for sure, if you have a strong team and you have won every single match, having no stepladder is definitely a bonus because you just come out on top. Um, if you're a team that you're just missing short of like a half a point, the stepladder would be nice, right? Like. You know, yeah. I, we've had a lot. I think it's, I still have in the back of my mind, the last Open I did play, besides I'll be playing next weekend here, was 2015. And we lost, we came out on top and we lost double knockout in the stepladder. Yeah, I think that's it so hard. And that's what's still hard in to do. my head. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's where, you know, I understand in places like Ontario, where you have an abundance of zones. Um, to have that sort of stepladder but when you're in a position where you have five zones or four zones or whatever why why are you making it a crapshoot at the end of it like you have your team that's been consistent that and i mean yeah you, you talk about like losing by half a point so a stepladder is nice but at the end of the day you you already had that stepladder match in right like that's yeah. You already had that the game before. That's that's how it looks yeah. to me, anyway. So, um, I I think that in a in a five zone or a four zone system, I don't think a step ladder is necessary. It, it, it depends on how many games decks I think sure. too, right? I mean, already proved it. In, in ours, we play each each zone five right. times, right? Yeah. That's a lot. So, so to me. Games. So clear winner at the end of 20 games. It's either the winner. You don't need right. to do anything anymore. Now, I know, Crystal, you're talking about you have, what, 12 games? So you're for playing. The for the ladies this year, yeah. So it's three games or four games apiece you play against them. Three. So in that aspect, I'm not entirely upset about a step lotto because it's only three games, right? He's yeah. only playing 12. Um, I, you know, maybe if you double, maybe had five times in there, then I, I would think it'd be. Sufficient, or, or even four, even one more I, round. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. get it though for those smaller zone. Like, I'm saying going back when I was in a, like Alberta and going, we had a pretty good team. I thought, like, you know, we had a lot of fun. Uh, 
to get that opportunity to try and take it away at a step ladder would have been nice. So I get it here in Saskatchewan. We have some zones that have some women. Yeah. I'm going women, not just the men, but even the men's side and men's division that deserve an opportunity to go to nationals. So I guess that step ladder gives them that opportunity to maybe take it away from them. I get that. It I does give that. them that chance, right? Yeah. 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 It, and um, pay for third. You can play for third place and still be in the stepladder and have a chance. Yes. Yeah. Right? You're I mean, not that, out of it by the time that day one is, is over with, right? That, so I, mean, I, I guess you, I, I see the other side of the argument and exactly what Jeff said. This is their only chance. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Jeff could just get better. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, I, and, by the fence you're on, and, right? Like, you're what, what perennially are you a winner or are you a team that's playing for third place? Right. You know, but right? I think for us, some of these small zones, their provincials is our national or our provincials is nationals to them because there might not be an opportunity yeah. for them to go there. So when that chance comes that they take it away from a bigger zone, they are excited. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I guess it's made for TV too. Right. I mean, let's be honest, right. People are there to watch a, a spectacle on Saturday. So everybody gets there. Everybody has their drinks. Everybody wants to watch that. Right. Um, yeah. It's a little bit better. I mean, it's no different than us having a debate between Wednesday step ladder or, or Saturday step ladder and people yeah. Yeah, would want to watch that. Yeah. And we've you know, switched now, right? We're doing now on the Saturday is step ladder for single. Alberta so could do it just by doing four uh, round robins and then you do the step ladder. So, I mean, it could happen. I don't think that we've ever really discussed it or even brought it up, but you know, I no. think we, I think most people in Alberta probably would vote to keep it the way it is, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think in, in Alberta, you can typically have, you know, at least on the male and male side of it, um, there, there's typically, you know, the three top teams uh, more and more often than not. I, I think it would be kind of a fun battle stepladder between those those three teams every every year. But then if you have the fourth or the fifth, they could play for the stepladder. So they're playing for third place. Just get me to third. Exactly. So it gives yeah, just, them a chance to actually maybe make a run at it. As long as so, first place gets the double knockout, that's an absolute must. Um, yeah, I guess a lot Crystal, do you guys give out medals to second and third place? Yeah. See, we don't even do that in Alberta. <laughs> first place gets the awards, and that and that's all she wrote, right? So. Uh -huh. Anything yeah. but first place is dead last. Yeah, it but, gets cost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first know. place doesn't get medals either, though, do they? No, they get plaques. Exactly. They get a plaque with the medal <laughs> in it. Um, I don't know. Me personally, I don't. I don't like it in Alberta. I. It's just. It's such a grind. That week is such a grind, and to almost nullify that grind mm -hmm. by putting it in a step ladder, it just. It. It just seems like so much work for not necessarily a lot of reward yeah hmm. i don't know hmm. well, David, I don't I know, was, just my thought from a different masters zone, yeah if i was from a different zone that i couldn't you mm -hmm. know go up against the powerhouses i'd maybe be advocating for a step ladder oh, you're absolutely right absolutely yeah. i totally agree yeah i think until you go in another zone such as north right mm -hmm. when i came to north alberta yeah um and being with Bonnie, like you just think about Bonnie and what she's capable of doing. And very rarely will you see her because the chance of, unless singles comes around, right? For her, the team is hard to get. Yeah. 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 So, sure. Crystal, I, I don't know. Um, out here, we moved about since 2014. Most of our times are for our, 
provincials we put the singles on on wednesday you bowl them all now and do the step ladder on the wednesday so everything what we used to do yeah yeah so bonnie i mean like no offense to anybody but bonnie's like perfect i, I know where i'm sitting after the yeah. the wednesday um i'll have my fun after right so <laughs> so she knows what she's getting herself into right whereas yeah. now we switched we're now singles will be the final will be on saturday after the yeah. team yeah. yeah, and I, I, I'm indifferent. I, still I, I, love it. Yeah. Saturday, still Sched love it. Scheduling wise, I like it on a Wednesday. Um, yeah. Team wise, I like um, having the extra games on on Saturday because you can go on runs um, yeah. a little bit more. Um, for singles wise, as a player, I, I've lost both to Adam, so it doesn't really matter to me. At this point. <laughs> it makes it better. It makes it better for the tournament to have it more games as a team on Saturday because you're yes. you're not not there's no teams out of it on Friday anymore. Right with seven or eight games to go, there's still you. Like, very rarely you got a team that's completely out of it. Even if you're 20 points back, you're still in it. Yeah, yeah. You can go on that long run, right? But as for like the spectacle, uh, the, having the singles step ladder on Saturday yes. is so much better, the just because you have everybody there and you have Everyone's everybody drinking, drinking already. And, yeah, and everybody. Atmosphere yeah. is incredible. Yeah, it, there's pros and cons to everything. Yeah, sure. Yeah. For, for the team-wise, though, I, I, I definitely love to have more games on Saturday for sure. I would like to bowl more games than the three. Yeah. Yeah. I just had always thought, like, I'm coming from YBC, and you're like, oh, I got to throw 21 games, right? I think back then it was, like, 21 games, and you're like, yeah. a little 10-year-old throwing 21 games, and then I come up into, like, adults, and I was like, I only have to play 12? 15? Yeah. Come on. It doesn't seem like enough. It didn't yeah, seem like yeah. enough, right? Like, I wanted the challenge for more. Yep, absolutely. Well, did, didn't that happen at Nationals at 1.2? Like, re recently? The, where there was less zones? Oh, like less games. For, for I'm pretty sure there, there's less games for, for one of the divisions than, it, than the others, too. Oh, well, I mean, uh, with Manitoba only having a mixed team, yeah. uh, there'd be a there could be a buy. I think it'd be a buy for for the men and ladies. Then, yeah, it all depends on them, right? All the rest of the provinces have something, so mm. it could be a buy, or maybe there might be no buy. Depending, I have to look at the numbers, right? But yeah, it, there's one less game for men and ladies right now. Yeah, I thought I thought it affected one one division more than than others for some reason, but yeah, mi mixed team usually has more, right? Because North Northwest Territories mm -hmm. in there too, right? Yeah, because they don't have a men's team or ladies. Let's uh, let's switch over to some of the cash tournaments and or TSN, CBCs, that type of stuff. Uh, Crystal, um, you know, exciting times back when there was TSN and CBCs, and I know you got to play in a couple of them. So, how 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 are those for you? Uh, great, I enjoyed TSN. I think it was two thousand one was my first. Um, able i think i don't know if there was an age limit at first i can't remember playing it but i remember uh mom's like yeah you're gonna go we're gonna go to i think it was rosetown at the time you're gonna play so so many games and yeah i ended up making it out of our like the north zone because they had a north and then the south right right and uh nice. holy uh, <laughs> i had a wonderful coach actually in seniors that prepared me for TSN. As much as you can prepare somebody to be on television, um, he would set up like lights 
distractions he put like on like a set of lanes barricades because he said once you get there right the audience is going to be amazing right up beside you to the foul line lights just beaming on me where i'm like sweating you know (laughs) dead summer that sort of thing uh he prepared me for what i was going to do that is awesome yeah he would i mean i'm sure you guys have all have you been to bowling school is it spider 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 yeah. yeah. Spider definitely had all the drills. Who is, who is Spider? Do I know Spider? Ken Grischuk? No. Sp- Spider, Spider was responsible for pretty much like the stereotypical like s- Saskatchewan ladies. Are you sure? What? No, who who was? I don't know. He was <laughs> not my coach. He wasn't my coach until I was a senior. No, I, I mean, I mean that really low, that really low lunge that a lot of the Saskatchewan ladies. But I don't. Have. But, he, but he didn't coach me until I was like thirteen. Do you have that really low lunge as well? Oh, who did you get that from? Well, I'm gonna assume it would have been my bantam coach. But where did she get it from? Maybe from him. I don't know. <laughs> there, there was just there was so right. many there is, ladies. There is yeah. a typical sort there of. Is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get down low, big yeah. long reach. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's worked for us. But well, that's I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spider was influential on the setup of TSN. I think that's awesome that somebody took yeah. the time to prepare you yeah. for an event like that. Yeah, I was definitely, um, well, you're nervous, right? Because I don't know, being on TV, for one, mm-hmm. and playing some women, I think when I finally got the like package, it's like, you're playing Karen Bourne. And I was like, Oh my, I know who that is, right? Like your mind kind of goes like, that's Jeff's wife. Holy crap. Like, what am I going <laughs> to do? <laughs> so you kind of, that's when I said, I early on started realizing I can't think about the opponent. I got to think about myself. And so he's, he worked with my mental game definitely before going into there. And uh, yeah, I think I, I, I did hold the record. I don't know. If, well, I mean, it doesn't play anymore. For the high game that first year it looks like three, 371 yeah so, so you, you were you in ybc then yes yes wow yeah. crazy cool. yeah yeah i would have been 16 turning 17 mm. that year wow and i remember because the game before the preliminary round before was helen and helen had just come off shooting the record score and I don't recall, I believe the record was like 369 or something like that. And I was like, oh, wow, I have an opportunity to play that woman. Hmm. <laughs> and then I had my match 15 minutes later and I shot 371. So then her <laughs> and I went to go play in the next round. And I remember them being like, oh, I wonder what these ladies are going to do. They're going to either come off shooting really, really high or really, really bad. <laughs> Good old Vic oh. Router. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's got to be some footage. There's got to be some footage of that, hey? There, there is. Yeah. Um, I definitely remember that final, that match. I punched a three pin in ten to lose to her. Oh no. And uh, so then that's what led me to 2004 Masters Nationals. Play, I got to play her redemption. Yeah. 
Yeah. With, with that that moment still on your mind? Yep. <laughs> not, not, not necessarily that moment, but just sure. knowing that I can lose just as easily as I can win. Yep. And to the same person, right? Totally. So uh, I, I met Helene that year, and that was, uh, oh, I took so much off of her as well as like the competitiveness as well as just the fierceness on the lane and then the sweetness off the lane she is amazing yeah incredible and i i wanted that i wanted to be able to the moment my foot stepped on the approach i was a completely different person than what i was going to be coming off the lane as you knew me right so yeah that's really neat yeah and then the next year 2002 i pl i went was able to go again because i do you believe you just automatically get the chance to go to the round, right? I can't remember how that works. Yeah, you get I to go to the I thought the champion went back. But yeah. I think you got the, I didn't have to play the zone round. I got to go straight to the Oh, north. straight to, okay, okay. Right, how that worked, I think. Um, And then that's when I went right to the final and I lost to Joanne Blades from Nova Scotia. Crazy. Still very impressive. Uh, yeah, it's insane. Especially at that age. And to, like, to handle those pressures at that age is incredible. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously your YBC resume shows that you handled pressure very well at that age, but that's that's incredible. So it's still kind of fearless at that age, though, too, right? Yeah. Like, you, you know these, these names that are out there, but you're also playing like you got nothing to lose. I did. I, well, yeah, I, I mean, that year then I also met Karen Armstrong and that's who I came. That was my first, my first match was her. And I was like, oh my gosh, I remember watching her at cash tournaments. And again, another competitive, fierce lady on the lanes, but yeah. a different person off the lanes. And I <laughs> love that, right? Like, yeah, that's absolutely. Like, um, you know, you had asked one time, like, why women, what they need, and it is confidence. And mm -hmm. my mentors for women exuded that. But when they were off the lanes, they weren't the same woman on the lanes. Totally. No. Yeah. Absolutely agree. <laughs> Tim's just over there giggling. I, I don't. I don't. I, I think. I don't know. I'm just looking at Daryl right now. Yeah. <laughs> I keep kicking in and out. My internet keeps stopping. Oh, oh, I, oh, I, I, yeah, I thought it was this, the special stuff you had before. <laughs> no, I'm at the office, and I don't know, like, why would you think that I'm only one here, and all of a sudden it's at like nine o'clock at night, and my Wi-Fi is kicking out, and I got staff all day. I don't know. That's weird. Okay, <laughs> ghost. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's sort of what I we brought up I, I, in one of my questions with you. Growing up, uh, Crystal Orange up with a name synonymous with excellence with all your youth accolades. Uh, I know you would never see it that way, uh, but being a role model for all youth bowlers, uh, what are some words of wisdom you could give them for youth? Yeah, or or ladies. I mean, it's the same thing. Uh, like well, the other, yeah. I think for uh, like for me now that. I mean, I think you've mentioned quite a bit like, oh, you don't play anymore, kids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, you think it was kids, but it wasn't. It was my career that I was focused on those years that there's a gap for me. 
I was so focused on, I finished university. Now I got to get my career in order here. And now kids are a different thing. But back then I had all the time to go to the lanes and put my time in. I put what I was given naturally and I worked hard to make it where it was. Now I have to work on the mental toughness and the emotional toughness. Whereas maybe in the youth, it came naturally, mm -hmm. right? As an adult, I have way more things juggling on my plate than just, hey, mom, are you gonna put me in this tournament? <laughs> like, yeah. It's a, it's a difference. So I guess for youth right now, what you wanna work on is building on the foundation. Build, whenever you got a moment, get to the lanes and don't just throw games, do drills. Yeah. Don't just hit the middle. Shoot at your corners. That sort of thing. I mean, after you get that, you do need to work on your mental and emotional toughness. Playing other sports, that definitely helps. Don't just work on one sport. Multiple sports help. Absolutely. In the long-term athlete development, they speak very highly of being a multi-sport athlete. Yep. Right? I mean, I played help. competitive volleyball. I mean, I was on um, club volleyball since grade four on till grade 12. So, I mean, there was times that I had to make a choice between a volleyball tournament and a bowling tournament. Most of the time I would choose bowling because it gave me cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, totally. but it's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, another one I think people need to focus at a young age is teamwork. As much as this can be an individual sport, your team support and your family support is huge. It builds on empathy and can like, uh, I don't know, self-esteem definitely. Yeah, 100%. As much Love as people it. don't see bowling as a team sport, it, it it it's almost more of a team sport than some of the other ones because it's not just, I, I mean, there's just so much communication and there's so much emotional support needed 100% of the time. As opposed to, you know, you're on a soccer pitch and you're in net. Your your buddy is over, you know, playing forwards. You you are tight knit and close, and every shot matters all the time. And there's constant communication. And I think that that's yeah. that's where um, it it makes it really tough, and it's so important. There's so much so much of a, like a leadership role that every single individual in that pit can bring to that team, right? Mm -hmm. they, they usually have you know that 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 one or two kind of you know, people that people are looking towards as a leader, but every single person, when they get up there, they can be the next leader on that team and have basically all those positive vibes just filter down. Yeah. And uh, the, the one thing I, I definitely got from, from your first message there, Crystal, is uh, um, just how important the mental side of especially the competitive game is. Um, talent really only brings you so far. Um, you do have to work on the game, the, the, the drills. Uh, when you do go out there for a practice session, have something, have a pure game plan, right? The scores themselves really don't 
give you the the the, the full picture of, of what you're you're trying to achieve. Uh, so so if you are going there, uh, and and then you'll start building the mental game every single practice shot. Right, uh, the more you succeed in practice, the more you will succeed on uh, you know you know league night or, or tournament time. Um, but that that mental game, especially getting into some of these cash terms, I, I bet you we're probably ninety percent is mental now. It is because mm-hmm. your body knows, right? Like over so repetition, your body just knows what to do. But your mind, it's so easy to have a negative thought just enter, and if you can't get a positive thought to replace that, you're gonna me- like your yep. mental game shot. And that's what I'm str- not struggling with, but that's what my working on, and it's helping that Kenley is at the age where she has all the like drills are set for swimming, but she needs to believe in herself and she needs to um, have that confidence to just be that, I don't know, not kill. I can say killer. That's not the word, but like she needs to get past that confidence now to say, you know what? I got it. I got this. My body knows what to do, but I got to believe in myself. How do you, yeah. how do you do that though? Like, it, do you so, read books? Do you listen to yeah. podcasts? What, like, what is the training methods instead of just, you know, positive, tell yourself positive stuff? Talk. It uh, is. It's more mindfulness. Than that. What, what's, yeah. It's definitely mindfulness. So right now we do work with her as well as my, it's helping me, mindfulness. Um, the biggest thing I did learn that it's so easy to have a negative thought enter. So let's say I'm up there and I'm on four in a row and I hear Adam pop a head pin and I'm like, oh my God, I just heard that. That's the only thing my brain's going to focus on for so long, rather than just saying, Crystal, you got this. Down and out, right? Just something else positive. It's amazing. But how do you get that training? Like, is there a big manual of mental, <laughs> I mean, you know, success driven logic, you know, mental training for the successful five pin bowler. These are the <laughs> steps to success, not just, you know, what do you think? experience manual you know experience everyone's so different though that that's just it right and timmy's hit it right on the 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 head it's that experience of being in that moment for and that that's why we we tell these kids you got to get out to these tournaments and you've got to play like you have to gain that experience because that's the only way you're going to get through that mental block um the, the next time you're in that that moment i think we need a resource manual or something on what are the specifically different books that you've read that are good on your mm-hmm. you know your mental game what are the videos that some people have watched what are the you know what, whatever it is you know what are the techniques that everybody's done in well, order to do it rather than just saying oh you guys so part of there's got to be more to it <laughs> it is true i mean we had perry on here and perry mentioned a book he, he did he kind of right. he i never read it but he portrayed it to me and and uh but you 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 had that on YouTube, right? It was positive self-talk, right? It I did, was positive yeah. self, and yeah. that's that's a huge thing. You know, there's 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 avenues out there. Um, experience is big, and it's a matter of I think we all can agree when we're playing an event, uh, we're probably more tired mentally than we are physically, right? And nine times out of ten, if you're that tired for that stuff, you you've done a good job that weekend. You're, you're totally right. It is just becomes an energy, you know, thing in your in your body, right? Yeah. Um, you know. Crystal, like you said, like we could all throw the same ball over and over and over. There's just an energy that's that's different, or it's off, or you let that head pin in, or you subconsciously you don't even know that it's happening, but it's happening. So if you can train yourself to control those, then then the mm-hmm. less likely that those happen. Yeah. And I think when you would ask like for women, 
um, I, I think I said it before is women are afraid to be competitive. I think, um, it's like, uh, they have it in them. There's so many competitive, but as soon as they get that little bit extra of aggressiveness, we're viewed differently in some like, oh, well, she's a bag. She's this, she's that, right? Rather than be competitive. It's okay to be competitive. It's okay to get a little upset at yourself, maybe even your teammate, you know, like be competitive. Yeah. Do you know, honestly, I, I think of the opposite. I don't think it's a bag thing. I, I find it more impressive. And I, I will say this, wow. I don't, um, I remember like, obviously we talked about the books, Crystal. I want to maybe make your head swell a little bit here, but I remember when I was 18 years old, first time going to autumn open and you made the 16s and I, and I watched you throughout the whole time. And you're, I think you're the only lady in there. Maybe Tracy was, and I saw two powerful and assertive ladies with fiery attitudes and, and not overly confident, like not cocky or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was super impressive. Um, not just ladies looking at you as role models. I looked at you as a role model because I thought it was so impressive out there. And you have generational talents out there, but most of the ladies out there, you look at Karen Armstrong, yeah. you look at Jen Smith, you look at yourself. There's other ladies out there I, I, there's, that I, I'm not naming off, but those are the ones that are always at the top tier because they have the confidence. They have yes. that, but they also know how to portray themselves properly too, right? right? And, and that's what for every one, two women that you see in a top 32, though, why isn't there more? And yeah. I'm going, that's probably the reason why is they're afraid to be And women are more afraid to be worried about somebody else and what they think of. You guys tease each other and razz each other. Women are a little bit different when it comes yeah. to razzing and teasing. They do carry themselves in a way of, oh, someone's watching me or, you know, that sort of thing. So I do think when I say it's okay to be competitive, I'm, I'm speaking to the women that are just on the verge of a breakthrough, like verge of coming. Yeah. Huge games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think it's impressive. Right. And uh, I think we all can learn that, that not just ladies, but men on the, both aspects. And um, yeah, encourage, encourage ladies. I, I wish there was a way, of getting the ladies to feel confident. I, I don't know if there's a, an avenue for us to do that. Uh, <laughs> I, it's tough, right? I, I don't well, know. I don't. Yeah. You said it though. It comes with experience, right? Yeah. It does come with putting yourself in positions that yeah. give you that opportunity to show your confidence and then be competitive as well, right? Yeah. Well, and I, I think we we've seen the the kind of the network of the the, the high-end competitive lady bowlers uh, trying to get together and trying to push the community and, and trying to push you know some, some of those females to, to come to that next level um, I, I know it's always been out there but now it seems to be like out there right and uh, like you have Karen and Melissa and Tracy and um, Chelsea and all, all, all these very you know predominant you know ladies in the sport uh, that are really trying to push the, the 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 level of the female bowler and and try to get you know some of the females playing more number one um, but uh, get them over that 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 hump right which uh which, which is exactly what we all need in this sport right but then that's where i go i want to view them as just a bowler not a woman fair fair <laughs> but, but but there's that there's always going to be that stigma based on numbers it is right? but you know i've always joked and i've teased jeff like you guys brought in the ladies invitational and i was like cool 
I don't know if I yeah. play ladies. I think I'd want a chance at yes. that other invitation. And honestly, Crystal, yeah. that is the attitude we we exactly. want. That is, and, and we need to make it clear again that the invitational was never a male invitational. It was never, yeah. and and we were approached to start a ladies invitational to get more ladies involved. 100%. And I and I think that's great. But I think there's so many of those ladies that should just be playing the main yeah. event. Yeah, because I do believe uh, Jen played it, right? Though she just Jen played Clark the main did. one. Yeah, and she like, played. She played the. Uh, oh, Jen Baker did. Yeah. Baker, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Good for you, lady! Like that's the way you, I, that you, is... you belong as a bowler. You know, yes. you mm -hmm. at that. You know, yes. I, I, I we, think we talked about this lots, but yes, I, I, I think it, it actually does something different. Like you, the ladies are there to showcase. Uh, strong ladies or ladies for people to look up to or or just showcase the ladies. But when there's a lady in the $1,000 one, it actually exemplifies that person, right? And it really showcases yeah. that lady in there. And if anything, uh, for those ladies who are listening, I think it does more more when they play the $1,000 because I, I think any lady can belong, but it just showcases mm -hmm. them a little bit more, especially – and um, the confidence to do, play amongst yeah, that group too. Like yeah. you belong here, right? Yeah. Nobody's laughing at you. You belong here, so you just feel good. Being yeah. like, I am one of you because I'm playing with you. Yeah. 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 Well, was it like a sense of like segregation when that all kind of came through? Was was that 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 ever crossed your guys' mind when when you were setting up that that ladies' night? Uh, no, and, and, and uh, well, I'm going to say no, but that that's because it was it was ladies that were pushing to have it, so. It, it was, and it was never, like I said, it was absolutely never meant to be that way. So hmm. I, I, I never felt that way because it was ladies that were wanting to start it and, and it's been successful that way. Yeah. But um, I definitely, definitely don't feel it was in, in a, a segregation sort of way. I don't no. know. No, I don't think it was either. I, I don't, because you, you are getting women out there yeah. that I think could do the bowling side <laughs> no you're you're absolutely right and yeah. and coming to the main event which is something that it, we, we struggle to get a, a large number of ladies to come to these events and it, it does bring those ladies in and then they do play in the main events where they should be playing anyways because they are good enough to be yeah. there more than good enough to be there so mm -hmm. it, it does it is nice that way where we are starting to get more ladies involved in in the actual WCBT events because of events like that. So, yeah. yeah. No. I agree. Pros and cons. Always. Pros and cons. Always yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, well uh, one the coolest, is there Yeah, one of the, one of the coolest thing though, I think in uh, recent years is the 2009, I think it was top 100 of all time. Yeah. And Crystal, you were, named to that list at a very young age of 24 right. to already be named one of the best of all time and absolutely well deserved but what a very cool honor where did you receive the news that you were on that list uh it was in saskatoon my hometown <laughs> that's yeah. amazing at, at the nationals yeah. of course right yeah i was at national so it was great my sister was on mixed team so she was there my brother was the head jop and my parents right so it was nice that I uh, totally unexpected. I was not expecting it at all. I think I was pretty shocked when I heard my name. Because, yeah. And you kind of put stuff with that with age. Yep. And 
I didn't think, I think I have a lot of years left. That's all I want. I think I kept saying is like, wait a minute. I got way more I want to add to my belt, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still pretty cool to receive at the time. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Speaking of more, what, what's left on the bucket list? Uh, well, provincials are next weekend. I would love the opportunity to make it to Newfoundland for nationals mm-hmm. on the ladies team. Uh, as well, I would love the opportunity to be singles. Absolutely. Okay. Because that doesn't happen very often. No. You know, and so when you get that chance, you're going to try and take it. I mean, I look at Tracy and seeing her post after even I'm going masters (laughs) now. Oh, my gosh. How incredible and also like shocking a little bit, right? Because her name is for me way up there. And I'm going 21 years it took you. Oh my gosh, that just shows the caliber of women in Alberta though, right? Like that just shows what the women in Alberta are capable of. So it was, it was really neat. Uh, In 2010, uh, Tim and I, we were rookies at nationals um, for, um, for the open and we ended up winning. But the really neat thing about that was we ended up winning with Diane Violini as the single. And that was the only thing left for her to win. And she hadn't made it, and she hadn't won nationals until 2010 as a signal for, yeah, for the Open. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So just keep keep playing. Yeah, like that's. I mean, never never give up. Never give up attitude. I guess is there. <laughs> Holy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, how many uh, master singles does she have? It's like five or six. Oh, I can't even remember. Quite I, quite a few. Um, you're talking about. Uh, for not championships, for, yeah, for fun and of it, uh, double crown. Uh, Diane has six, six before yeah. before getting that one, right? Yeah. So is it though because of the bat- match play is different with open versus masters? Is like games played? Correct. Yeah. 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 yeah match play versus she has to play. Oh, was it thirty games or twenty four oh. games or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's exactly it. I mean the masters is just a. Uh, a beacon of consistency and, and that's that's definitely diane whereas uh, and the open is who gets hot for that day right yep yeah so, you're right yeah well that's i'm great. excited for provincials next weekend yeah and it's next weekend awesome. for you in saskatchewan not easter weekend yeah. no we we're back off that one <laughs> that's a few years ago we stopped that so i'm excited it's been a while mm-hmm. yeah good for you Good for you. We're look we're we're looking yeah. forward to seeing the stats. Like yeah. good yeah. for you. Yeah, I finally yeah. <laughs> that wasn't give the boys something to talk about. Awesome. Well, that wraps up our show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, we, we we should uh, de- definitely thank yourself uh, for the uh, all, all the mugs and glasses yeah. and and all that stuff that uh, that you've donated to the uh, Regina Classic Top Thirty Two over the the, the fa- past few years. Oh, well, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know all, all all those those glasses and uh, we had a water bottle one year. I use it basically every every day at work and uh, you th- don't this, drink this year's. Water. I you know it doesn't look like I drink water or eat vegetables, <laughs> but, but 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 I do um, a lot of the other stuff. Um, uh, but uh, no, I, I absolutely love it. It's that that one little perk that that uh, making those top thirty two. Uh, just gives that extra little uh, that extra little gift. So so thank you for that. 
you're welcome. Yeah. I, I honestly do think about that trying to make the top thirty two. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have, I absolutely do. I think that it's a nice little momentum. Well, that's that's why I said it had, like you know, from the Rose Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You no, know, I know now that I can tell you I was at the Rose Bowl in two thousand one. Oh. Yeah. Now, <laughs> tell me, was it given to everyone that played, or just if you made top something? I think for those ones, it used to be anybody who entered. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You kind of just lied to man. No, no, that, that's why you show top 32 on your designs. Yeah. 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 Um, so if you want to check her out, I think it's Hibby, Hibby Designs, right? Yeah. Yeah, Hibby Designs. Yeah, she, she has a lot of great stuff on there. Aw, thanks. Awesome. Yeah. All right. well, do, we have, do we have any uh, any other topics we want to talk about, or are we wrapping this up? <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm being careful. I don't know if I'm going to freeze up here, so I'm just trying to. Yeah, you're. I just stay in a good spot, so it doesn't look funny. So sorry about that. Yeah, Crystal, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we cannot thank you enough. Um, it, it it took a little bit, a little took a little bit of convincing. Um, yeah. you you speak so well. You're such a great mentor for this game. You're such a great mentor to the ladies and a great mentor to the bowlers. Um, <laughs> thank you for ambassador. what you do for this game. Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're lucky to have you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on. I mean, yeah. with a, like a lot of poking from Tim, for yes. sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't that bad, was it? No, it wasn't that. I mean, for me, it was definitely just, again, I, I have confidence on the lane. Confidence off the lane is a little different. For yeah. sure, yeah, you totally. you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know any different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we're gonna put you in the back room. You're more than welcome to stick around, and we'll uh, we could chat after if you're if you're wanting to. But uh, once again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. That was great. Awesome. She was awesome. So good. Yeah. Totally she- well deserving of the you know, top 100, even at 24. And, and it's cool to see what her future career looks like now getting back into it and being competitive yeah. and knocking off some bucket lists. That's going to be an even One. better resume by the time she's done, I'm sure. Yeah. R- ridiculously humble as well. Yeah. Yep. Right? yeah. Like it, she, she, she knows how, how good she is. You can tell. Right. But uh, like, like most of the greats out there just does not push her, her, her own game above others. It's yeah. true, true, truly incredible. On yeah. one hand, her kids will start to get older and require more attention at some of these events, but also they'll be able to separate and let mom go do her thing when she's got a tournament and an event because they don't necessarily need mom to hold their hand and be there every every step of the way, right? Might be able to yeah. go with friends or different things or stuff. So, you know, interesting yeah. to see where it'll go for her career for sure. She's always been so good. She's been so good to have around. Um, just, just such a, a wonderful, supportive person too. Um, even for people she doesn't like really know all that well. I mean, I uh, when I was younger, I, I didn't know her all that great, but I got to play on a set with her at TPC, and I, I shot a four thirty five. And she was she was the person that was right behind me the whole time, just chatting with me. And it was uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful experience. And she's just yeah, she's just great. Good job, Tim. Finally got her on. Finally got her on. I do have to thank Jeff for taking care of the kids. I do have to thank him for that. Yeah. Maybe let's hope they're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, when's my turn? As long as as long as I get my turn on this podcast at some point, hey. Like, yeah, well, I, 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 I never actually that was not part of negotiation. So uh, <laughs> tough luck, Jeff. 
<laughs> All right, so we'll we'll do the draw here. Uh, we have a whopping fourteen entries. Everybody, go check out the you know you challenge website C five Nationals. Go and check out the stats. Support the young players that are playing this weekend. Do, do they have live streams going? Do we know? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> are you no kidding? <laughs> well, I, maybe that wasn't a negotiation. All yep. right. <laughs> I don't think there's live streams going on, Tim. You know? Um, I, there could be. I'm Honestly, I, I think Annette was working on that. So, um, yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think they're working on something down there. So where, where, where are they being held, Tim? Chinook. It's gonna be held in Chinook. Um, it's gonna be on the C five website. So check it out. It starts tomorrow. Everybody's traveling today. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to watch. There's some really good young players down there. So if you're in the area, make sure you go stop by. Yeah, or post about it and share some info. Good to see our youth bowlers put their plan. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks everybody. Um, that was really enjoyable. It was a well done, show. Dex. It was a good show. <laughs> um, thanks to All Star Bowling for once again sponsoring all the things we do. Thanks to all our Patreon members, and uh, hope you guys have a good week. We'll see you next week. Who do we have on next, Tim? Uh, Brad Rusnak. Perfect. Awesome. Rusnak. Five five PL action this weekend, Sunday morning. Yes. Week fifteen. That's right. Uh, Daryl Daryl gets a Daryl gets a play because I think Maddie's out. Uh, Aaron's out. Was Matt out too? Well, yeah. Matt's uh, at a competitive coaching clinic, so so am I. Oh, oh. Park, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we already told the instructor we're we're bowling in our first match on nine o'clock on Sunday morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so, so they'll use that as whatever. But we're only playing for an hour, right? So yeah, we'll be back in the clinic. Perfect. Okay, well there we go. Bombers are gonna be playing. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Emergency spares. Can we pre-record this? What, what yeah. do we need to oh, do? Here? Exactly. Yeah. Let's well, not good. get into it. Let's not get. Good. good luck, Daryl. Uh, yeah. Play well, well, guys. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. See you guys. Yeah.